Broadcasting live from the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up now, 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com. Now, John Clay Wolf. This just in. Hello. Why can't I hear myself? This just in. Breaking news. The New York Times is reporting that Bronx rapper Little TJ has indeed been arrested in New York City with a loaded gun inside the car that he was riding in. More details soon to follow. And he, who is he exactly? Hell if I know. But I mean, okay. he, why, why, why is it news that a rapper in the Bronx <laughs> got pulled over with a gun? That would be news if it didn't happen. Right. He's read my <laughs> mind right there. Little, little TJ pulled over. Yeah, no gun just, in the car. <laughs> That's what? right. They just put Lil in front of anything. They right. Like, they put Lil Pre-K. What up, doll? <laughs> what up, Lil J? <laughs> Lil so Pre-K, you there? <laughs> Lil Pre-K can't talk? He's Yo, what's cracking? Were you sucking on that glass man just behind the glass? Arguing with some dude about his Jeep. What's going on? What do you argue? Let's, let's argue with him together. What's his problem? Uh, Well, he owes too much. <laughs> hey, bitch, you owe too much. You there? <laughs> <laughs> no, Your no, ass is upside bro. the F down And you calling me for yeah. a bailout What do I look like, Obama? <laughs> well, yeah, hell no <laughs> Alright, so what else is going on, Pre-K? <laughs> oh, man, you know, just bawling and hustling and pimping as usual, man mm. What's going down? The, in Dave, Davos, Davos, there's the economic world Gathering of world rich people Is what it should be called and speaking of pimping and hustling and hoeing, it, the hoes are flocking in. Oh, yeah. Big the, money. Yeah, the, the prostitutes are lining up, and they're charging quadruple their normal day rate. Oh, my. What? <laughs> but, again, this is funny that this is in the paper in the New York Times. I was reading it. I was like, at least your little, little TJ got found with that with a gun. No. And there's whores around politicians. What? Son of a bitch. I'll be damned. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Slow news day, New York Times. Really? Yeah. I'll be your little baby. Did you say Davos? Davos? Davos, yeah. What is that? What is that? Um, World Economic Summit where billionaires and politicians all get together. And okay. there's hookers. John, there's, you're making it up. There, I, can you believe it? There, there's hookers. There's hookers. How did I miss that story? There's a drop right there, J.D. Ryan. And there's hookers. <laughs> Our in-house hooker, where is she? Is she here? Yeah, she is. She was getting some Is that why Bobby was late? Bobby, were you getting a handy? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do. <laughs> Don't mind if I do there, Spalding. Hey, hooker girl. He really doesn't. No, that was not what I would call a handy John. A handy, handyman, handy mandy. Why are you not in Davos, Davos? Why are you not over there servicing the politicians? The I billionaires? did not know. Because you know everything is. We got a new hooker. Yeah, this apparently. hooker's from Colombia. Yes, yeah, she is. Down south. What's your name? Lunchy. Oh, that's right. Lunchy Pinochi, everybody. Mm-hmm. Hi, everybody. I'm Lunchy Pinochi. I want to be your friend. No, no, because you told me I would get better English if I read the newspaper. I forgot all well, about I have, Lunchy. Yeah. But I don't know about the Davos. Yeah. Because I read 
The Washington Post. I was ah. reading the wrong newspaper. I screwed up my English lesson. Lunchy, <laughs> when you came up from Mexico, how did you travel here? Pardon me, Argentina. Ah. Get it right, get it correcto, mando. <laughs> or shall I say, cabron. How long have you been here? I don't know. I mean, not in the studio, but in the States. Like, did you come over when you were five years old, or did you immigrate when you were 20? How old are you? I don't know, because we travel at night. I did not see any signposts or anything, and to this day, I still think I am possibly home. <laughs> it looks just like my home here. Well, good, 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 good. You have the Domino's and the McDonald's and the Burger King. Yes. Tacos everywhere. 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 Who is your favorite Colombian? Is it Sofia Vergara? Is she Colombian? Yes. She looks a Honduran to me. No, Colombian. Oh. Modern Family, did y'all watch it down in Argentina? That explains the cocaine habit. <laughs> Do you know she has a cocaine man? I did not no. know yes. that she had a cocaine I don't believe that's uh, no. Yes. No. And she's also a... Also a 42-year-old man and <laughs> from Honduras. Okay. This is, hold on, hold yeah, on. Okay. Get the scotch ready tape for your head. Okay. This is what we call the business of Cho. Cho business. Right, Cho business. <laughs> yes. Yes. Lunchy Pinochi, everybody. It's so good to see you again. Sorry, Sophia, they asked me anyway. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you're talking about things that are breaking news. We have breaking news that a rock stars died who was known for doing drugs and cocaine but he did live to be 81 that would be david crosby oh, man sweet. i was gonna do that later i was gonna oh, blow well, we that can, this early in the can, show we can do it later jesus christ jd do He'll you have anything else that's gold Here, jd this is I what the bottom gold. of the bus looks like <laughs> <laughs> jd is there anything else that's like the top of the punch list today that we need to throw out in the first five minutes of the show alec baldwin's being charged with involuntary <laughs> manslaughter there you go How's that going to work out? So, for people who don't know, Alec Baldwin grabbed a uh, stunt gun on a set and shot a producer, an actor, Cinema, it, thought cinematographer. Had, thought it had blanks. Right. He and thought he was shooting blanks. Indeed. Happened to all of us. Yeah. How many He's up for involuntary manslaughter. And Mike and I were talking about this before the show. Is this all just a stage to set it up for the loss, for the civil lawsuit? Where the, the family gets money because why? I mean, seriously, I don't as think an you actor, can get the DA in on the civil lawsuit. No, I I'm just saying, so. I know, but you, you have to you have to do this to get to the next set. The I don't know. Stage. Law enforcement has to do this because it is a crime. But it is, is involuntary manslaughter. That he an, blew it. Okay, how's that an actor? Have you have you been on a set with the guy that hands you the gun is the armor? Armor, 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 or armor, 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 all yes, under armor, and uh, that's seriously the person that should be responsible as an actor. Mm -mm. No, no, honey, uh uh, when you put that gun in your hands, it's your responsibility. Hey, speaking of honey, not anybody else's, it is his responsibility. I agree, yeah, that's right. Have you ever been, have you ever been on a movie set and held a gun, a prop gun, Gigi? Then hush, you don't know. Huh. Did you man. just? Oh my goodness! Yes, ma'am. I feel I did. insulted and offended. Well, you should. Oh, I'm gonna have to spank you even harder. I now. can't wait. Oh, she was then. Now, did you know that JD was in a soft porn, Gigi? 
And huh? I shot somebody, and I shot a gun on that set. Did you? Yes. I in killed the soft a- porn, you killed your, your lover? I killed, a, yes, a hooker. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but she had it coming. She shot at me first. She really did have yes. it coming, didn't she? Yes, she did. She pulled mm. a gun, and I told her several he times. He killed a hooker. I did kill a hooker. Because she had it coming. <laughs> she did. Anyway. I'll just leave that alone. <laughs> It's I don't very, think it is nice for you to show the hooker. It's a movie. Yeah, she had a name. She was a person. She was she, Little Hooker. This is Lunchy Pinochi versus Little Hooker. Right. She has a name. She matters, too. She matters. Yeah, she does. Yep. I have, and, and I wouldn't tell you that this is all Americans. Yeah. But especially in the case of the J.D. Ryan. What about mm-hmm. me? You hate women. No, we was <laughs> Yes, you do. You shoot hookers and waitresses and probably nurses on the night shift, too. I did Ooh. not. No, I didn't. It I think was, JD needs to go to timeout, Lunchy. Yes, he does. Yes. And it he was a um, And I will come with you and we'll have a French toast ah. brunch. Mm-hmm. Caller yes. on 970 area code. Who is this? What do you need? Hey, morning, John. Hey. Hey, I was just wondering, I was just wondering if you guys are still on uh, KBPI in Denver. No, we moved to the Fox. Oh, you moved to the Fox. Okay. We, I missed you last week. Okay. We upgraded. Is that an upgrade over KBPI? I I don't know. I used to listen to the Fox all the time. On, uh, well, the problem with until the, the, the girls there. <clears throat> the problem with the other one is the signal's all screwed up. It's, yeah, in, it's in Fort yeah, Collins, or it's, it's, it's in Fort something. It's got a repeater in Boulder. Yeah. It's got a repeater in... You need a triple beam balance and an abacus just to figure out where the damn show's on. Sure, sure. I always listen on the app. Okay. Okay, okay thanks. You. I missed you last week. And, okay. we, we missed you, too. Thanks for the blue underwear. Good morning. You can go to the podcast at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. What? Uh, 580 Erica, who's this? Hey, this is Fred. I want to talk about the Alec Baldwin and why he's charged. Okay. Go. Okay, now he is a producer on that show. Responsible so he is, he's party. Kind of, mm-hmm. He's a responsible party. So he's in charge of hiring the uh, the armorer. So not only was he responsible for everything, he was also the person that did it. So he was also the person that shot it. They've already settled with the uh, the, the people, that the, the lady that died. They already, uh, the Rust in Corp, which they already settled with her. But because he was the negligent party that not only fired the gun, but also hired the armorer that gave him the gun and allowed them to shoot after hours with live ammunition, he's the responsible party. And ladies so and gentlemen, why, that right there is why you don't move to management just stay in sales. <laughs> you'll make more money and you'll have less stress less and be less responsible for BS. A lot less stress. That's hilarious. We got to load the car calls now. The Jeep guy can call back that's upside down now. 800-800-7234-800-800 radio. For new listeners, I run a company during the week called Give Me the Vin, V-I-N.com. Been doing that for a long time been doing this radio show for 16 years i wear two hats i'm radio johnny on saturdays and i'm give me the vin johnny uh, all the rest of the time but for this five minutes on the show we are going to bid your cars you're on the radio live on the air if you call me 800-800-7234 800-800-7234 800 
800 radio is how it spells out year make model miles average rough or clean 07 tahoe 2017 tahoe 2023 cadillac uh escalade v we, we got our first 23 uh, new body style vet z06 yesterday had to pay for that you know ferraris volkswagen bugs jeeps the works were really good giving the vin buys and sells roughly two billion dollars worth of used cars a year it's what makes them america's best used car buyer and if gimme the vin does not beat your carmax offer send you a check for a hundred dollars you can load your car right now into givemethevin.com just put in your license plate the system will decode it and we'll give you an offer uh, electronically or you can call into the show right now 800-800-7234-800-800 radio and michael i don't think there's any reason to play a commercial after all that i think i've got it covered all right i'll be right back <laughs> Out there. Divine inspiration. Want more of the John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1 800 800 Radio. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Branham has a hoopty in Little Rock, Arkansas. Imagine that. Branham, good morning. You're there. I mean, if it's not a hoopty in Little Rock, Arkansas, then what is it? But it is a Honda hoopty, so that means that it still has another would, uh, still has another life in it. Hondas and Toyotas have two lives in the hoopty world, and in the domestic world, they only have one life. So you bought the right one to mile out. Ten Accord, hundred fifty thousand miles. How much more than four grand is it? Oh well. I uh, I just changed out both front wheel bearings. Oh, hey, Branham, Branham, uh, in Little Rock, I think the phone system is going down. I can barely hear you. You're telling me about your crappy car and all the money you spent on it. I, I can't hear you. It's gone. I'm sorry. Timothy in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good job, Joe Burrows and the Bengals. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Not much. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're Yeah, this town's crazy, bro. Yeah. Two years in a row, man. Yeah, yeah, I hope we go all the way. Uh, we're pushing it anyway. 13 Wrangler Sport 2-door, 30,000 miles lifted, yep. hard top, soft top, payoff is 25. Dealers are around 17 to 18. So you're buried. Do you, yeah. ha- do you have any money to write a check to get out of your bad investment? Yeah, I mean, I probably could. But I, the thing is, is the Jeep's night. The only problem is I'm get, I'll am be 64 next year. I'm just getting hard to get in and out of. Right. That's what she said. You know, that's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what, yeah. Hey, I, I'm probably a, I'm 19, 20 grand. Go to gimmethevin.com and load it up. I'll buy it. 800-800-7234. Joseph in North Carolina has a hoopty. No way. Tobacco Country Hoopty. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? 07 Trailblazer with good miles, but it's missing one thing. Paint. Where did, uh, it's kind of a paint job. It just needs a new one. Just needs a little Earl Shibe. Can you and your cousin do some meth and go back in the hay barn and paint it for me before I pick it up? Well, I don't do meth, but I can get it painted. All right, do that. Two grand, and I'll get three grand painted. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. Kurt in Georgetown, please go to GiveMeTheVin.com and load up your Jeep because we would love to buy it. I'm out of time on this one, okay? Okay, thank Thanks, you. Thanks, man. Be right back. 
America's largest weekend morning show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Call John, 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at JCWShow.com or JohnClayWolf.com. Speaking of acid metal guitars, Mike, did you know that Metallica dropped a new single yesterday? And it went straight to their Essentials playlist? Yes. Do you have a copy of it? I can get it, yeah. I don't have it this second. I didn't know you were going to go to it. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. I was just checking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm a big Metallica fan. It's actually pretty good. It's kind of oldish school with a little bit of new uh, metal vibe to it. It's called like something Suicide, yeah. Screaming Suicide. What? A metal band with a song called Suicide? Right. Hard to believe. It's amazing. You say a new sound to Metallica. What else? What is their I talk range? about suicide and I get threatened to get kicked off the radio. Metallica does a song about it and their 15 hits. minutes later it's a hit. So what's Last year, or no, I mean yesterday, like a 30 years ago is when Ozzy bit a head off of a bat in Iowa. Yeah. Here's, wow. a, here's the song, by the way. I want to die! I want to die! I want to die! <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to die? Do you want to die? Because I want to die. Is this a screaming suicide? <laughs> yeah, this this certainly does show their range. <laughs> Not yet. Hold on. This is this is this the ballad? <laughs> oh, they always have big intros. Right. I want to die. I want to die. Do you want to die? Because I want to die. Oh. Great, like fuzz tone, almost like an old Sabbath tone, Tommy Iommi sound. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be a hit. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So my 16-year-old, I'm switching gears from Megadeth heavy metal, acid metal to Martin Luther King Day. Oh, okay. This is what we call a transition. Really weird one. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. Just wanted to clear everyone's palate for a new topic. I believe I got vertigo. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Maddox is like, Mom. Yes, honey. What are MLK Celebration Day plans? You know, because they're all off of school. Sure. She's like, well, what do you want to do, son? I don't know. I was thinking about going to see Avatar with a friend. <laughs> and I just busted out laughing. I just just hysterically laughing. It's pretty and good. She, he's like, "What? What is wrong, Dad?" I'm like, what in the hell does that have to do with celebrating MLK Day? Yeah, it's not a blue that people is, holiday. That is yeah. the whitest thing. I, are you gonna take your black <laughs> friend to see it? <laughs> no, I was just gonna take Emma. 
Okay. I just, uh, it was just so odd to me that, yeah. that, 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 you know, the MLK day to him, he didn't, he's not a dumb kid, but, but it's just gotten so watered down that he didn't even know what it's about. Day, all it is is a day off. It's, it's a, a day, day off. off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Gigi, yeah. what was MLK day like for you growing up? Um, it was hell because we had to go to all these different celebrations and speeches and all this other kind of stuff. We went more places, more, more places than if we were in school, in school. So it was more work than school. Hmm? I'd have rather gone to school. (laughs) Most definitely. Actually, we have a clip. This is kind of fun in honor of uh, this week's Martin Luther King Day holiday. Chris Rock, one of your favorites, John, has this take on what it was like growing up with the Martin Luther King Day. Cut number eight, Mike. I didn't know nothing in school. All I knew was Martin Luther King. That's all they ever teach you in school about black people. Martin Luther King. That's my answer to everything. Martin Luther King. <laughs> now, what's the capital of Zaire? Martin Luther King. <laughs> uh, can you tell us the name of the woman that would not leave her seat on the bus? Ooh, that's hard. Are you sure it was a woman? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it. Martina Luther King. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so sad, man? You know what's wild? Martin Luther King stood for nonviolence. Now what's Martin Luther King? A street. Where you in America? If you're on Martin Luther King Boulevard, there's some violence going down. Hell yes. <laughs> That's right. It's always in the ghetto. <laughs> it ain't the safest place to be. Mm-hmm. You can't call Tell him you lost on MLK. I'm lost. I'm on Martin Luther King. Run! <laughs> Run! That's so true. Wow. It's true. It's true. I never thought about that. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. So, G, was it your grandmother or your mother dragging you and all that stuff? Well, my mom was old enough to be my grandmother. She was 40 when she had me. So. Okay kind of a twofer you know but yeah we went from place to place to place and i hated it and what would y'all see like what were the speeches they would have programs where it would be like a breakfast and then speeches and more speeches and then you know you go to a midday celebration and and it was just on and on and on and it made me not like it Mm -hmm. i'm telling you jd she doesn't i mean i know I, i i don't know if she's black (laughs) <laughs> my soul is black baby i want to so. test Gigi's blackness all right we have okay rules. test me i'm ready he's, he's a texan yep he's the accidental racist okay this is speed round do you have any game show music mike i can get some yeah let's wait Gigi. we're all oh, pulling yeah, for mean, you if we want to wait we're on your team Gigi. you can do it on you can team me you can do this you can prove you're black i can do this i got this i would just go do the bit because it takes a minute so Hey, Bob. Yes. Uh, note to self, when you're setting up the show, mm-hmm. we need game show music on the hotkeys at all times. We've had it for years. Okay. Um, Taylor Swift or Ghetto Boys? Good old boys. Not good old boys, you redneck. Wow. Ghetto boys. <laughs> <laughs> My mind's playing tricks on me, Ghetto Boys. Bushwick oh, Bill. Ghetto boys. Yeah. Oh, Ghetto Boys. Oh, Ghetto Boys. Yeah. My, okay, she failed that I one. I tell you. No, I didn't. I thought you said good old boys. <laughs> But if that's what you heard, then you're not black. Yes, I am. I don't think you are. <laughs> I'm going with John on this one. Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday? Friday. Okay, you get it? Yes. Definitely Friday. She gets it. All right. Menthols or straights? Menthols. Definitely menthols. What ding, ding, is ding, 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 a Lucy? What? What is a Lucy? What is that? Ah! 
Is it like a drug or something? No, nah, it's just a loose cigarette, man. Like, hey, you got a oh, loose Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, does it count if I have purchased them before a long time ago for 25 cents? <laughs> yes, kind of. It's a half okay. a point. Half At a point. the liquor store in the ghetto. Thank you. <laughs> All right. She's exactly how she looks. Right. She's a half. Yep. Out of four questions, she got three. So she's three. Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. Oh, you're only giving okay. her half. All right. One drop. One drop will do you. Well, in other news, we'll change the channel here. Hey, did you guys hear David Crosby died at 81. He was the founding. I'm going to talk about David Crosby in a couple of hours. I've got all kinds of stuff for this, and you just keep throwing this in my lap. It's a big deal. Listen, he needed to die. Damn. He's still dead. He needed to die. He was getting old. He was getting smelly. His hair was getting raggly. He was very bitchy. Very, very, very bitchy. He was kind of crappy. Now, he is incredible he's great he's talented mm-hmm. but graham nash is really who you want to celebrate in that deal i mean neil young and david crosby are a bunch of grumpy old bastards wow crosby stills and not to mention stephen stills. stills is a part of play that. something Charlie, so they know what the hell we're talking about favorite song southern cross Yep. He was a I told you, she's not black. She's not. Shut up. I mean, black people don't yeah, love, love Southern song. Cross, the sailing song. Gigi, you shouldn't know this. I do. I love her. He was the founding member of the Birds, along with, of course, Roger McGuinn, Gene Clark, and Chris Hillman. We have a little montage. You want to hear the Birds? A little montage? It's cut number one. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man. <laughs> nice. Oh, I didn't know they did this. Yeah. I love that song. Oh, yeah. There's a good one. Very Pretty influential stuff, man. Good stuff. What about our house? Mike, we have more coming up. No, let's just blow it all out. You told me to shut up. Yeah, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) This one? Yeah, I love that. Now that's Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Right. And Young. Right. What? What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with that. That's what made him famous. I mean, the other thing made him famous, this is really what set his deal in the... Foreverland in my yeah, opinion. that's that's the second bit that JD has. He was most he was most well known for Crosby, Stills, Nash, and yeah, back in '69. So cut number two is actually a montage of kind of what they did. All right, we gotta go to break. Uh, rest in peace, David Crosby, you grumpy old bastard. <laughs> I'm sure you're happier now. On the water, very free. Oh. This is a good one. All right, we'll go with that. And we get harder as you get 
every Saturday morning. From New York to Los Angeles to Houston and broadcasting to the rest of the world online at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. You're listening to The John Clay Wolf Show. Want more of The John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. And now we return to The John Clay Wolf Show. Call in 1-800-800-RADIO. 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast. Go to jcwshow.com. Give me the The John Clay Wolf Show. Terrence. Terrence. Yes. Terrence, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm just I'm the Lord will guide my way. For the Lord is our shepherd, and um, I have a question. I, I was at St. John's, you know, isn't it some like it's a um, place where you pay rent, and some people have mental impairments, and uh, at the place, some people out there might understand. Um, I have a speech impairment, so I sure hope that I'm talking clearly on the phone. DJ Pre-K, the reason I brought you to the air is because he said there's some drunk guy rambling online, too. He might be funny. So here we are. And now you're getting Jesus on me with a speech impediment. I mean, this is not funny. This is sad. (laughs) How are you doing? I am not quite. I was... Say the Lord, the Lord is with, 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 with me. He's also with you. Bless you, Terrence. Thank you from Austin. Well, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm I'm the jerk for the rest of the day. No, you're not. No, you didn't know. No, you didn't know. That's okay. You gotta talk to everybody. Gigi thinks I'm a jerk. You gotta talk to everybody, John. That's Radio Gold. Gigi, are you You're there? You're going straight to hell. Right. See, I knew you I could. just earned your first class yeah. ticket on the Hell Express. I could feel the judgment coming down from. Oh, that's right. Satan. <laughs> did, Satan. did you set that up? <laughs> you did. Damn it, man. Satan. <laughs> I owe Dana Carvey $50. <laughs> Dana, you were right. You are mean. You were right. You You're a hellish it. bastard. I know. Well, I, oh, I, oh, am I? Yeah. Oh, am I? Yeah. Yes, you are. Huh. You're, you're as bad as they say in the book. Yeah, I, I didn't announce that I was going to talk to a drunk guy and wind up with that. <laughs> I mean, you set him up. No, you no, set him up. Despite the unarguable entertainment value of the bit. <laughs> in the bit. Get out of here. Satan. Oh, that's good. See? Hey, Satan, real quick. Speaking of something else, you did. Did you hear about the guy in Vegas that bet a million four? Halftime on the Jaguar Chargers game to make yes. eleven thousand. So the odds were so bad because it was twenty-seven to nothing at like towards the end of the half. I mean, towards the end of the first half. Right. And he was looking for some odds on the Jags to. I mean, on the Chargers to lose. Wait. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, he was he was he was betting. Yes, exactly. Because it was easy money. So easy money the, that the. So the, the uh, odds they gave him were a gazillion to one. And he took it. He put a million four down, which would have paid him eleven thousand five hundred dollars if he'd won. But it's twenty-seven to nothing at the half. How can you not win? <laughs> but yeah, the I long-haired know. freaky boy came out. Everybody's been waiting for him to come out. Oh it's been the Clemson boy in him came out, <laughs> and Trevor Lawrence beat him, <laughs> and he, he lost a million. Can you imagine four. watching that on TV, knowing that's a million four? Bye bye. 
He lost a million four. His upside was eleven thousand. <laughs> the worst bet. This bud is for you, sir. You are the man of the week. Jason in Utah. Good morning. You're on the air. Hey, how are you? I'm good. An 06 Lincoln Mark LT. That's the old truck, right? That is the basic navigator version of the F-150. Have you ever seen the ghetto version of that where they cut the front clip off of an F-150 and put a Lincoln front end on it? I've seen it a lot. 100% have. I see them everywhere. Mm-hmm. Is your truck uh, an 06 with 20? Does it have any rust? Uh, slight frame rusting because it's been a uh, northern truck all its years. Okay. Um, it is currently in Florida, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, so that's all been mitigated. Um, they could use a little sandblast and some paint down there, but right. other than that, it's spotless. 20,000 actual miles, or did you and your grandpa get out there and cut the miles and roll them off? <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. I bought it from an old man that his wife bought it for him, and he didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And all it was ever used for was hauling an airplane Actually, I should say a glider back and forth from Arizona to Utah. Did he die in the glider accident? <laughs> no. Oh. Because you haven't done That's enough, John. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, is it more than 10 grand? <laughs> uh, my total payoff was 16, and I owe nothing on it. So, So if I give you 10 grand, do I own it? No. What's it take to buy it? Um, actually, with the rarity of them, unless you want to get a Mexi mark and then bring it into the states for another twenty grand, mm. uh, you're probably looking at seventeen to twenty. Seventeen to twenty is not a number. What does it take to buy the bitch, my friend? How much 17 is five. it? Seventeen five buys the car. Okay, I'm going to take a picture of you here. And I'm going to research this. Okay. Go, go, go! Load it in to give me the bin dot com, and uh, let's work on All right. it. I got, I got to check. But I need, I need, I need pictures of this car. All right. And I need pictures of the frame well, Here's the, Where, here's the thing. It's nah, a white on white on white. You've sold enough. You're good. You've had, you've had your time. Eight hundred eight hundred seven two three four. Eight hundred eight hundred radio. Ronnie, I'm sending this one to you. You can work on it. There we go. Hey, you know what? Speaking of rock stars. Give me the bin.com. That's what we do. We buy cars from the public. All right. You are the rock star of that. And uh, Madonna. Have you ever seen Madonna in I'm concert? I'm not the rock star. Have nothing. you ever been? Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Dude, you don't understand. When you walk through the building over Shut there. Shut up. I'm Stop. telling you. He just took over hell. <laughs> Leave him alone. Thank you. All right. Have you ever seen Madonna in concert? I just want to be me, J.D. You just want to be you. You can't Have be I you. Have I ever seen Madonna in concert? Yes. No, but I've seen her on all fours with a dog leash around her neck. Well, you may see that when she goes in this new tour. Nothing sexier than a <laughs> 75-year-old woman doing sexual acts in front of a large crowd. Ooh. She went on uh, her tickets, went on sale yesterday for her I'm Not Dead Yet tour. Uh, in honor of that, we have a... Actually, this is a flashback interview with Nirvana when they, that includes Kurt Cobain's shocked surprise. Shot surprise? Shocked. Shocked. Surprise when he finds out how much she was charging for her tickets. Listen to this, cut number six. What do you think of artists who charge anywhere between fifty to seventy-five dollars for tickets? There who charges charge that, that much, much money? Madonna. Wow. Madonna charges fifty dollars. So what do you think of the price you charge? We charge seventeen dollars. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> at the time, we were charging $17 to see Nirvana, and it was 50 to see Madonna. You know what they are now? Seven fifty, baby. Wow. For the junk seats what? or for regular seats? Those are for like the average seats. Yes, not the not the nosebleed. They're not twenty five hundred like some people pay for the playoff games. But I've been walking Ouch. around with tampons in my nostrils this week. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the look, or what? no? Because no. <laughs> my nose keeps bleeding from the money I lost and threw away on the TCU uh, national championship game seats. Yeah. You know you. By the way, I haven't collected my fifty from you yet either. So, did you win for the year? Yeah, remember? I forgot. Yeah, I try I was, to forget these there's things. There's like no way that TC was gonna. I, <laughs> I owe you nothing. I'll pay nothing. There well, we can, bet, we can make some more bets for the. Let's NFL bet game. more. That's what good degenerate gamblers do. <laughs> yeah. When you're out of time and out of money, just lay it down and bet more. Okay. We'll be right back. And remember, the podcast goes up at two o'clock at jcwshow.com. Yeah, some people say syndicated shows aren't that good because they don't have that local feel. Right. But you don't skyrocket to the number one weekend spot by sucking. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Go to jcwshow.com. Broadcasting live from the Wolf Radio Studios. It's time for The John Clay Wolf Show. I pulled my groin. Hit him up now. 800-800-RADIO. 1-800-800-RADIO. Want more of The John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. This is The John Clay Wolf Show. So my seventh grader and I, Nolan, are watching... The Bills and the Dolphins Fine. playoff game last weekend. And I forgot what the score was. But we're just loosely watching. We showed up late and we're catching like the second half or something. Secondary. And he said, is that Damar Hamlin? And I looked up number three. Oh my God. And we're like screaming at the TV. He's back! He's back! <laughs> was he back? Yes, he was back. And, and, and he was playing. And I, I just couldn't believe it. And then Nolan's like, why is it only like the record of the season 10 and 2? Oh, no. It was a replay. <laughs> a replay. Mm-hmm. But this went on for a while. We're like, oh, my God, DeMar Hamlin not only recovered from dying on the field, he's back. He's back. To finish the playoff. And playing well again. The 10-day man. Oh, wait a minute. He just had a heart attack again. <laughs> but he's out. He's home. He's good. He's gone to the he locker room. I would not be surprised if he makes an appearance to today's game. Bills and Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Bills and uh, Bengals. What t- that's today. I mean, not today. Uh, tomorrow. They play tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock. What is, are there any today? Yes. What do we have today? Jags-Chiefs first game. Okay, that's 3.30, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Giants-Eagles tonight, the night game. Giants-Eagles. Yeah. Giants-Eagles. I dream about that. I hope that the Giants lose so that we can beat the Eagles next week. We've beat them already. Wait, wait, wait. Are you making a prediction that the oh. Cowboys are going to beat the Niners? Oh. Yes. Really? Yes. Would you like to put money on that, Yes. John? What's the line? Uh, they're f- Cowboys are four-point dogs. I'll take the points. I mean, if I'm going to make a bet that you feel so good about, why don't I, why don't I get the points? I mean, why do I have to, like, ignore the spread and just overcome it and say, yeah, we're going to win okay. flat-footed, Turley, because 
I don't get the rights that every other gambler gets in the country when I bet with you. <laughs> That's fine. I'm, uh, I'm good with that. I mean, why do you have to make a face like, oh my God, you're so weak, you're going to take the points that everybody else in the world is taking? Yes, I'm going to take the points. That gives me four points to maybe be right. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. I mean, even though we're going to win flat-footed, I'm still going to take the points. But thank you. Thank okay. you for the offer. Uh-huh. All right. So That's... who's tomorrow? So uh, Bengals-Bills. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a really, really good game. Uh, Bengals are five-and-a-half-point dogs, yeah. Really? Yep. It's in Buffalo. I'll take that one, too, boss. Do you want to go through this real quick? I kind of. All right. I was going to take the... Are we 50, Bengals are, five and 50 a half. game to up the ante a little bit for the end of the season? Is, nobody's lost any money except me. I'm down 50 bucks. <laughs> 50 a game. There's four 50. games. That's okay, a lot that's of fine. money. That's there. fine. I mean, that's fine. You're up 50, so it's only All 150 right. risk for you. Did you guys bet on the Cowboys? Tampa Bay? I'm sure. Because no, no. everybody thought Tampa Bay was going to win that. We didn't. I did. I bet the John, Cowboys. John, not against me. I didn't. No. I would have won that money. I don't All bet right. against anybody else. Okay. So real quick, let's go through it. All right. 50 bucks a game. With All the right. points. Hey, here we go. Jags, Chiefs. Chiefs are nine and a half point favorite. Ouch. Jags. Mm. All right. With the points. Okay. I'm good with that. Giants at Philadelphia. Philly's a seven and a half point favorite. Philly. Oh, I like that. Okay. I'll take plus seven and a half for Giants. Okay. Bengals, Bills on Sunday. Bills are five and a half point favorites. Bengals. LSU, Marie Laveau, Voodoo, So you're child, taking Bengals five and a half. Gumbo. Okay. Yep. I like that pick. Uh, can we move the line? No, um, uh, what do you want? And whatever you say, I get to do the reciprocal of it. <laughs> Let's do uh, six and a half. That's fine. Okay, so Bengals plus six and a half. Mm-hmm. All right. And then Cowboys Niners. Boys. Four, yep. Yep. 49ers minus four. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. All cool. right. And that's that. Mm. I do think I'm going to Philly if we play Philly and Philly. And I will be carrying on. a handgun. I a hope. handgun. <laughs> I will have a handgun. You're going to take your gun. Not to the just game? any gun, but a handgun. It's a rough town, man. <laughs> and you've said. Vocally, how you don't like them. They're going to be so <laughs> drunk tonight, oh, Philadelphia, because yeah. it's a night game on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my God. They're starting right now. Guarantee it. <laughs> ZZO, call in with your uh, cowboy hatred and all your hype about your game tonight. 800-800-7234-800-800 radio. That's our Philadelphia affiliate. Oh Jesus! What? Just, just those damn Eagle fans are funny. They'll be, they'll be drunk, and there'll be lots, lots of cops out. Speaking of that, I have a, a fun story out of Missouri. Have you ever done this? Because the cops have to train on drunk people. They bring people into the uh, sheriff department. Is Adam Carolla coming later? Yes, okay. ten o'clock. Yes, he is. Go ahead. They bring people into the sheriff or police department. In my case, it was the Fort Worth police, and they get you drunk, and then they. Do the sobriety test on you. Well, the sheriff's department in Missouri is now looking for volunteers to get drunk under the guise of the police. This will be cut number 10. Here's Deputy, uh, Deputy Grant introducing the program. 
we are inviting people to come down and get drunk yeah. at the sheriff's office. They're <laughs> training them on DWI to not only recognize the signs of somebody who's driving under the influence, but also uh, to do the field sobriety testing and so on and so forth. And the way this works is you have to have people literally sit down and drink. So they're going to drink for two hours and then they will go through the field sobriety test just as if they were pulled over uh, in a, a real world scenario. Ooh, me, 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 I me. I did that. I did that for the Forward Police Department. And at the end, when it's all over, you got to get home. The best part about it will be videoing the parking lot and listening to the drunks try to tell the guys, hey, I got this. I, I got can this. handle it. I'm good. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Get off me. Get off me. I'm in. I'm in. I don't like you anymore. Uh, and the Forward Police guy drove me home. It was weird to be in the police car going home drunk instead of the other way around. Uh, speaking of weird DUI stories, this happened in a real field sobriety test in ohio guy gets got stopped for dui and he thought he'd show the cops how sober he was by doing a standing backflip didn't turn out too great had 10 points nothing better than doing backflip videos on the radio no listen to the audio that's good man that's pretty good i can't do that have you had any psychedelic drugs today man no (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm just trying to be straightforward with you bro your driving's pretty bad your eyes are super glossy i guess my blue's coming from you i'm gonna have you walk down the middle of the sidewalk and then I want you to put your hands behind your back. Speaking of DPS stuff, there is a scam out there, boys and girls, that you need to be aware of, and I believe it is in multiple states, and I know three people have been punked by it. DPS.gov. Okay. Specifically in Texas. Okay. DPS.org is not the website to go renew your license. So when you go to DPS.org, it looks just like DPS.gov, and they say what? Where do you live? What's your name? What's your driver's license number? What's your social security number? What's this? What's that? No. What's your passcode? And because it's a government website, you trust and dump it all in there, and then they steal your identity. Wow. DPS.org is Don't a go there. Do not go there. <laughs> you can go there. Just don't give me personal information. But it's just very confusing because online it looks like the website where yeah. you would update your driver's license. I'm surprised they haven't been shut down already. I just looked it up. They have now been shut down. Okay. Yep. But that, it was, it's great. I mean, it's a scam. Somebody else will do it. Yeah, hide in plain sight. Sure. That's yep. my PSA for the day. I'm done. What do y'all Thank got? Thank you, sir. <laughs> I can't believe it, man. Hey, what? I told you before the show. Oh. See y'all right during the show? Nope. No. Oh. What are y'all doing Fridays? When I'm out working to pay for everything. I prep a show. <laughs> I prep well, a show. like a dad. When I'm out working, what are you kids doing mm-hmm. here in the house that i provide because last friday bobo i was trying to reach you and i couldn't reach you why you wouldn't answer your phone what and you didn't have a show meeting when i was in la huh where was that Wait, what, you, what? are you banging on me today no all of a sudden Here we go i'm just asking i'm asking what i didn't see a ring i didn't see a text i usually you text me to death on fridays mm. i called you three times huh no, didn't get it. Oh. Maybe it's because he didn't have a company-issued phone. Maybe that's oh. what we need to do. Uh. He didn't want me using up all his minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he has a limited minutes. I can talk to you, but these are my personal minutes. <laughs> personal minutes. So, did you prep a show last Friday? Of course. Okay. Do you remember being on the show last Friday? Or last Saturday? Saturday. <laughs> I do. But I remember not having a lot of prep. You remember not having a lot of prep? 
You got like five sheets worth of prep. Oh, I mean, just printing off like the Drudge Report. What? No, no, you're the Drudge Freak. I, I don't do that. Uh, is this Gary Stewart? Mm-hmm. Were you drinking last Friday? No. What do you mean? Look Why? me in the eye. Would you lie to me? Yes. <laughs> Were you drinking last Friday? Early or late? During the work day. No. No? Of course not. Why would you think that? I just wonder. Because when you go off the radar and stuff's not getting handled and people aren't getting connected, a lot of times you've been drinking. I think everything was handled just perfectly. It's a good show. Okay. I've listened to it twice. All right. Even if you're in California, there's a good show. You can listen on the podcast at jcwshow.com, and you can be the judge if Bobo was drinking last Friday for show prep. Ooh. We need to it dump is. that. <laughs> it was dumped. Hmm. Yeah, there's a huge difference between me bitching and you being drunk. Think about that. We'll be right back. About a 70 proof difference right there. Some people say syndicated shows aren't that good because they don't have that local feel. Right. But you don't skyrocket, skyrocket. to the number one weekend spot by sucking. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Go to jcwshow.com. Now, back to The John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is The John Clay Wolf Show. And we're going to bid a couple of cars real quick for GiveMeTheVin.com, America's best car buyer, Mark in Florida. Good morning. Yes, sir. I have a 2018 JK Wrangler, uh, black on black on black, with uh, basically 26,000 miles. It's got 25,989. So there's a gazillion versions of that Wrangler. It is an altitude, a freedom, a golden eagle, a Rubicon, a Rubicon recon, a Sahara, a sport, an S, a Willys Wheeler, or how Willie's wheel, Wheeler wide? It's a Sport S, and the reason why it's an S is it's got the power windows, power door locks, tilt cruise, and satellite, uh, satellite radio and all hard that. Hard top or soft top? Soft top. Ouch. Why didn't you get a hard top, you cheap bastard? Soft tops are harder uh, to sell. When I got it, <laughs> I know, I got it. I got it secondhand, but it was a one owner before me. Mm-hmm. Is it lifted? Is it anything special, or is it stock? It, yeah, it has a, a leveling kit on it. It's with uh, black outlaw wheels and brand new Yokohama uh, mud tires. Twenty grand. They have about eight hundred miles on them. Twenty grand. Twenty grand. It's two door, right? Twenty grand. Yep. Two door. Yep. Yep. I'll give twenty grand. Okay. Does that buy it? Okay. No, not right now. But that gives me an idea. Okay. Take that number and go shop it around town and then come back to GiveMeTheVin.com. Cole, good morning. You're on the air. How you doing today, John? Good, good. Man, I was just, uh, actually, I already told you my car. I was just calling to compliment the experience, really. What did we buy from you? Uh, you bought a 2014 Impala back in October. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, the culture you're instilling in your employees, it, it's coming from the top, my man. I mean, it... We, I dealt with three different people, and everything was pleasant. Uh, I've already referred a, a butt ton of business. Two of my buddies have already sold cars to you guys, and they had the exact same experience. 
They're um, as happy as a I bunch of Star it. Starbucks baristas. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And um, I listen to you every Saturday morning. I flip houses out here in Houston. I check on all my properties. And every Saturday morning I've been li- listening to you, and I felt this morning I needed to call you and <laughs> say you're doing a hell of a job. Thank you, Cole. Appreciate it. My name's John Clay Wolf. I buy and sell cars for America's best car buyer. We don't really sell them. We wholesale them. We sell them. Anyway, it doesn't matter what we do with them. We buy them from you, and we're the top money buyer at America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN, V-I-N, like VIN number. Give me the VIN.com. This is the VIN, the John Clay Wolf Show. Get a haircut, buttercup. America's largest weekend morning show, 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Yo, we're back to The John Clay Wolf Show. From coast to coast, the number one weekend morning show in America. Heard in Miami, Washington, D.C., Houston, Dallas, Nashville, Pittsburgh, Charlotte, Orlando, Cincinnati, New Orleans, Oklahoma City, Austin, and broadcasting to the rest of the world at johnclaywolf.com. And we're having Adam Kroll on in an hour, yeah. I believe. That's kind of fun. Did you know that we killed Stephen Stills? How'd we do that? Because last week, I forgot to do backtracks. Oh, my last, wait last week, we did not do backtracks. Where we play songs backwards, okay. and the listeners guess the song. All right. So it was right there in my hand in front of me, and I forgot to hit it. And how did that kill him? Last week's backtracks was Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Oh. Mm. So now we can bring it back this week when he's dead. Right. <laughs> I totally see how you killed him. <laughs> I think it'll play better this week. I think so, too. Uh-huh. Well, it's certainly top of mind now that he died at 81. I mean, the big surprise is that he lived to be 81 after his... He was an angry, crotchety old guy in the last yes, few years. I've seen some interviews with him. He's pretty rough. Always rough. And, yeah. you know, he went through the 70s and 80s, and he admitted to having heroin problems and cocaine problems. Mm-hmm. And 81's a pretty good run, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> On that heart. Sure. He didn't die from COVID. No, he did not. On this day, in the year 2000, the January issue of Rolling Stone magazine revealed that the two children of Melissa Etheridge and her partner, Julie Seifer... Yeah, that was weird. ...were not adopted. Mm-mm. They had been, as been rumored, they were actually fathered by David Crosby. Oh, there's... Of Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Mm. <laughs> little early Father's Day stuff. So, yeah. yeah. So we're going to do him on Backtracks, Rest in Peace, David Crosby, Cut One. So here's what we're doing. We're playing these songs backwards. You call in 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. You guess the two songs, David Crosby songs, mm-hmm. and you win a bunch of stuff. Very good. What kind of stuff? What do they win? It's a surprise. Tell them what they won, Johnny. A gift pack of CSNY junk and some JCW junk. From Born Late Records. Our good friends at Born Late Records. Cut one. Cut two. Oh, sound the same. <laughs> I'm reading it, so I get it, but cut one's pretty hard. Cut one. Cut two I could get without reading it. Go ahead. It is what it you think it is. That yeah. thing that first comes to your head, that's it. That's Hit it. it one more time, Mike. And 
for a real CSNNY freak, freakazoid, they're going to get it. But it's going to take the right person. 800-800-7234-800-800-RADIO is the call-in number to win today's Backtracks deal. I mean, While we're waiting on that, let's do a little David Crosby. Yeah, we have Graham Nash, who was actually, of course, also in, with Hollies at the time with David Crosby. Um, he has great recollections of how he met David Crosby during uh, during the during the visit to the U.S., by the way, at a recording session with the Mamas and the Papas, cut number three. John and Michelle and Denny were recording, but Cass was standing outside, and Cass said to me, what are you doing tomorrow? She picked me up at noon in a convertible Porsche. She drove me 10 minutes to Laurel Canyon, very close to Hollywood. We walked up these stairs. There was a guy playing acoustic guitar on the couch, and he's got a shoebox. The lid is full of grass, and he's separating the grass from the stems and rolling perfect joints while still talking to me, never losing eye contact. I'm going, wow, this is insane. That's how I first met Crosby. And uh, my life has never been the same. That's good, man. Never lose eye contact and keep rolling them and separating them. <laughs> they uh, see he did roll a fine joint. I bet he did. Had a little bit of practice. And, you, and, that, you? and that's where Graham uh, Nash came up with this song. The air that I breathe. Oh, is it really? He left that part I out. Did not know song. that. Right, because the air that he breathes is... Crosby's sidestream smoke. Ah, uh, secondhand. Mm. Did you know that Crosby, Stills, and Nash was never a planned band at all? This happened. To, actually, they met at Joni Mitchell's. Of course, they would meet at Joni Mitchell's house in Laurel Canyon while Stephen Stills was still playing a new song he'd written. This is kind of fun how songs and bands are created sort of off the cuff sometimes. Cut number four. The Springfield had broken up. David had been thrown out of the birds. And David says to Stephen, sing that song. In the morning, when you rise. Do me a favor. I sing love it one more time. I said, cry, my baby. I got to the end of it, and I said, I make sound crazy, but sing it one more time. And the third time, he put the harmony on. And the singing and said what just happened <laughs> the best harmony of all time probably is what probably. just happened and nash's voice is the key to it in my opinion yeah. you take him out of that mix and that mix does not sound right it's like taking michael anthony's uh backup vo- vocal out of van halen yeah. it's not van halen yeah. anymore it's just that sound they were so amazing and it's just weird how you know yeah we were at joni mitchell's house how come all these famous people were just hanging out even before they were stars they were all just saying, well, they were famous yet. I know, but they were, they just, it's interesting how they just accidentally ended up joining the same class. thing. Yeah, there there's we the go. Drugs. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's actually famously known when Crosby, Stills, and Nash played at Woodstock in 69. It was only the second time they'd ever performed in front of people. And this happened to be in front of 300,000 people. And here's David Crosby's recollection of that experience. Cut number five. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome with us. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. I remember being terrified. <laughs> but nobody had seen us try to get up and sing harmony together. So they all came. It's getting to the point where I'm no fun anymore. Everybody we thought was cool in the world was standing in a huge semicircle behind us. Dead airplane band Hendrix, who 
They were all standing there on stage. If it was going to collapse, that's when it would have collapsed. So, so, with that being said, for the guys who just tuned in, we started the backtracks on David Crosby's songs for people to call in and guess what the songs are that we played backwards. Cut one. Cut two. Steve in West Palm Beach, Florida, what's your guess? Hey, my first guess for the first one is uh, America's Express... Correct. And second one, turn, second one, turn, turn, turn. Negative, but you're right on the first one. Allison, good morning. What's your guess in Pittsburgh? The first one, Marrakesh Express. Yes, ma'am. And the second one, Helplessly Hoping. Negative, but uh, nice try on WDVE, Pittsburgh's bitchin' ass rock station. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, New York, no. RJ. Hey, hey. Marrakesh Express and Sweet Judy Blue Eyes. No. Mm. Matt in West Palm. Yeah, I got Marrakesh Express and Love the One You're With. Aiden, no, in Pennsylvania. Marrakesh Express and Southern Cross. No, TJ in Washington in D.C. Oh, he just. He just said mine, Marrakesh Express and Southern Cross, so I lose. You are a loser, loser, big loser. All right, play number two again, because everybody's got number one right. It's there. I hear it loud and clear. Why are they missing this? It's there. Gigi, do you know it? I have no idea. Lawrence in Dallas, Texas. Good morning. Marrakesh Express and teach your children well. No! Play it again, Mike. Now I'm going to take them blind. Pittsburgh. Yes, wasted on the way. Bingo! Bang, bang, bang. Nice. Oh, I like that song. Yep, wasted on the way. Pittsburgh, we've been on this station for just a little bit now. Is it working out for you or do you hate us? I listen to you on the weekends, mainly. Uh, well, that's the only it. time I'm on. That's the only time I'm on. So that means that he loves us. The only reason he tunes in is for us. That's what I wanted to hear. We'll be right back. My name's John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for our sponsor and America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN.com. John Clay Wolf Show. The guy's a blackout drunk. 800-800-RADIO. Yo, give me the VIN. Hey, want more John Clay Wolf? Who are you, his wife? Who are you, his mother? Go to jcwshow.com for the fastest growing podcast in the U.S. Give me the VIN. The John Clay Wolf Show. America's largest weekend morning show. Call in 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Marky got with Sharon. Sharon got Sharia. Sharon's outlook on the topic of disease. Mikey had a facial scar and Bobby was a racist. They were all in love with dying. They were doing it in Texas. Tommy played piano like a kid out in the rain and then he lost his 
Like in Dallas, he was dancing with the train. They were all in love with dying. They were drinking from a fountain. Good morning, everybody. Gigi, you there? Good morning. It's time for my favorite part of our Saturday broadcast. Mm-hmm. You just lost a listener. Okay. I gotcha. Do you? Are you ready? Are you I seated? Have not, I have not read this. I have not heard about I don't know what it, what we've got. So somebody sent in a hate mail? Yes, you're going to love this. And remember, <laughs> hate me. mail can be sent in writing to our P.O. box. If you go to JCW's show, click Contact John. Um, snail mail, it's right there. Or just email us hate mail. But um, handwritten hate mail is more <laughs> likely to make it to the air because we know you're really serious. And I believe That's this right. was handwritten hate mail. Well, here we go. Are you ready? Yep. Mike, you Hello, just John. lost a listener. Hello. Hello, John. I'm here in San Jose, and I recently discovered your stupid show. I tuned in to hear you talking about furries and how they are freaks, all in caps, and other things. But you have no idea what you're talking about. Double exclamation point. I am a proud father, all in caps, of a son whose face lights up anytime he puts on his precious little poodle suit. <laughs> we recently had... Stop it. Puts on we, his poodle suit. I'm sorry. We recently had a furry convention here in San Jose, and I had the pleasure of attending with my son, and I got to see friendship and bonds, the kind of which most people won't get to experience in their lifetime, all in caps. Maybe if you got your bigoted butt out of the radio room every now and then, you would see that the world is full of more than beer-guzzling morons like yourself and your crew. Um, I don't guzzle beer. But anyways, the happiness these people have is achieved... The happiness these people achieved is something to be strived for. And I think if everybody put on a furry suit and just hugged each other, let's hug it out. Just, Just hug it out. Okay. Mm-hmm. The world would be a much better place. I will not be tuning into your radio show again unless it is to hear an apology, all in caps. And I hope your radio station feels the wrath of more proud furries and their families. <laughs> Sincerely, a pissed off of a a pissed off furry dad. Well, I hope he takes that suit you off. Just lost a listener before he gets peed off, or he'll get wet. I hope they wear the suits That's when funny. they do the protest. I want the oh, video. Man. I, I don't think he's talking about. I think he's talking about little kids in in costumes. That's fine. My kids run around in costumes when they're little too. Right. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about people that dress up as giraffes to have intercourse. Grown up adults. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think he's talking about the furries, though. He they went to a convention. Yeah. There are conventions, yeah. Oh, there are a lot of them. It's a big deal. It's a very big yeah, deal. Yeah, they can make the sexy time. Rest in peace, Lisa Marie. That was sad. I was in Memphis yesterday. Oh, yesterday? Yesterday, and I, I drove I drove by Graceland. I never know where you are. Okay. I didn't realize that she was having... Someone said that, that they had the private ceremony, and then I think the public is today. She is buried at Graceland. Yep. Because the airport in Memphis is right next to Graceland. Uh-huh. So I drove by there, and there were a lot. It, it looked like Elvis all over again. Just all over. Mm-hmm. They still now. Do they still have the jet, the big Lisa Marie? Yes. On the ground. Yes. Okay. Right across the street from the house. Because he named his jet after his sweet daughter. Mm-hmm. So tons of people, blocking tons of people, blocking traffic. Yes. <laughs> Hanging out the gate, covering the entry to Graceland. It's all. It's Elvis all over again. I don't know if you, I haven't seen it on TV. I haven't either. I really. saw it in person. It's pretty cool. 
Memphis, Memphis, Memphis. Uh, That's a great house. And you went through the, you toured the house. I did. I loved it. This year. Absolutely yeah, loved it. What was it. your favorite part? What do they let you the, see? <laughs> no, they let you see it all. Everything? I mean, pretty much. The jungle room? Upstairs. They don't let you go upstairs. Okay. Um, the racquetball court was odd and neat and above its time, ahead of its time. Didn't even know we had with, with a pin. Remember what an old athletic club looked like mm. in 1980? Sure. It looks like that. Like he had a commercial <laughs> athletic club built in his backyard, and there's a piano in the like on the other side of the glass before you walk in to play racquetball. That was pretty out there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and then the the jungle room is the pictures I've seen. It always the jungle looks room's cool. cool, but the really cool part is his museum across the street. It's not the really cool part. A cool part. His toys. I like toys. Yep. I like snowmobiles. I like motorcycles. I like boats, jet skis. I like toys. And this guy really liked toys. What do you have? Everything. I mean, jet skis. They everything. Weren't, they weren't around then. Yes, he did. did before he? they were even around. What? He had the first of everything. He had snowmobiles in there. He's got motorized everything. everything. Um, PPV. The, if you remember the PPV three wheelers that you sure. the, the bicycle thing. I mean, every cool motorized or mechanical style toy that was available. Wow. He was the first baller. Oh. Absolutely. He yeah. created balling. Balling big. In his dress, I mean, the rappers are still trying to catch up with that guy. <laughs> Did they have a bunch of his... Uh, the nudie suits. You know nudie suit is? Sure, yeah. absolutely. It's like, it's not a naked suit, guys. It's, it's the guy was named Nudie that created his show uh, attire. And a lot of the Western guys... Very fancy, famous in the Yeah, 60s. Buck Owens kind of stuff. Yeah, very much. Yeah, nudie suits. Pretty cool. They have them all lined up, all the oh, those costumes. Oh, God almighty. The capes and everything. Did you, did you say you're going to Memphis and going to Graceland? I went to Memphis. Okay, I didn't. And I went to Graceland. And I would love to go back because when I went, they didn't have the plane there. I'd like to see the plane. And also, when I went, I found out that Elvis was kind of deep. He had a poem in his office or a speech i think it was theodore roosevelt the man who counts mm -hmm. pretty cool did you what i'm when i'm walking through it do you have anything to add to what i'm catching on to as far as your experience at graceland no it was good i just wanted to go upstairs <laughs> they wouldn't let me <laughs> well the guy that did so you can pay to have a tour guide but the person mm -hmm. in front of us and it was at the end of the day and there was really not many people at all there mm -hmm. and the guy brought his family to graceland he was a tour guide at Graceland in the 80s. Oh, my God. And so I was wow. like, we're just sticking with this guy. Yeah. Because he could really tell us everything because he was telling his kids everything. But Aunt Delta May lived in his parents' room. And when she, when Elvis died, he willed her a life estate to live at Graceland. God. So during all these tours in the 80s, Delta May would never leave. <laughs> so she stayed in her room and she would walk out in her, what do you call those old women? House dress. House dress, yeah. Mm -hmm. And walk from her room to the kitchen because the kitchen was blocked off and her room was blocked off but you could walk across the hallway but delta may be like don't look over there and don't touch it so she was in the way a little bit <laughs> but they had to step around delta may thousands and tens of thousands of people are walking through this home and this lady lives there wow still i like that it was it was pretty unique he took care of his people that's for sure they had a lot of the uh, cadillacs oh they had videos so in the museum they got videos rolling all over the place he had lots of home movies remember he liked toys so he bought all the vhs all gear, the tapes all the, yeah. all the eight millimeter stuff and it just shows them playing with motorized crap three-wheelers motorcycles go-karts mm -hmm. da, 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 golf carts i mean 
He had to have a full-time account just to keep everything running. Just to keep it going. He was a kid. Oh, Jesus Christ. And deep, too. And he, yeah, he stood up. As the movie showed, he stood up for a lot of causes. Ken in Houston, good morning. You're on the air. Hey, boss, man. You guys doing all right? Sounds yeah. good to hear you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm a long-time listener. Every Saturday, if I'm not working, I'm tinkering in my cars, my garage, all that good stuff. So I love listening to y'all's show. But, hey, I just I couldn't resist it, man. I'm the first time I've ever called into your show, and I couldn't resist this whole Furby thing. So I don't know how much you know about Bob's Burger, the animated show that comes on Fox on Sundays. I watch a little so bit. My, right. So my kids got me caught onto that damn thing. Whenever we travel, they watch it on the tablet in the car, and I was listening to it so many times. I actually got hooked on the damn thing, and it's funny. <laughs> It, it is funny. Right. There's a lot of little innuendos in there. Now, there's an episode in there where the daughter has like a My Little Pony doll or whatever, and come to find out, there's a whole organization of guys that dress up like that. Mm-hmm. And, that and it's exactly what you're talking about with the furry deal. Furry. Or furry or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my comment is, is welcome to California, because that's exactly <laughs> what California has got to be like, man. I'm telling you, I mean, all these them could, I mean, come on, think about it. Oh, if you ever spend any real time out there, welcome I to have, Austin. you know, on work and stuff, uh, you just see some of the wildest things and you think, oh, wow, man, they think Texas has got problems. No, I, I think it goes deeper than Texas. Thank you. 800 <laughs> 800-800-7234, 800-800- Radio and JG on a daily basis. Do you see weird stuff? I mean, you live in California. People think of California. She's like, in Temecula. It's not weird. not weird at all. Nah. Nah. You, the weird. Well, thank you for answering for me. I'm sorry. Go ahead, <laughs> Lil J. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, there's weird things all the time. <laughs> like what? Oh, um, the things I hear. I mean, no, just see. I don't know you, if I'm allowed you go down to say the street this, but see furries walking oh, you down, mean the, down street? the street. No, you I think. don't see furries. When we were in San Francisco, um, there was a naked man walking down the street. He was wearing shoes, and that was all. Well, I was in New Orleans doing that myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's old hat. Everyone's done that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just wondered. People mm-hmm. think California, but I realize it's a lot. It's a big state. There's a lot of cool people there. I've yeah. seen more weird things in Louisiana than California, and I've been to both of them about the same. Uh, amount but mostly of time. New Orleans, well, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, Baton Rouge like, is what's not the weirdest really... thing you've seen? Is oh, it like black magic um, or ghosts? No, guy having sex on a bar with another man <laughs> in the broad daylight. Do you ever hear that Oak Ridge Boy song? Leaving Louisiana in the broad daylight. That was me. John walked into a bar. He didn't know that it was that kind of bar. And it was suddenly like, what are those people doing? Oh, can I get out of here, please? Bend over. I'll show you. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Careful what you walk into in New Orleans. We'll be back in a minute. And if we lose you on the East Coast, you can grab the podcast at 2 o'clock at jcwshow.com or just go to jcwshow and click listen live and you can keep streaming us for the next two hours. Be right back. On the air every Saturday morning from New York to Los Angeles to Houston and broadcasting to the rest of the world online at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. Want more of the John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. <laughs> 
Broadcasting live from the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Hit him up now. 800-800-RADIO. 1-800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at JCWShow.com or JohnClayWolf.com. The John Clay Wolf Show. America's number one Saturday morning show. Damn, it feels good to say that. Now, John Clay Wolf. Good morning, America. Good morning, West Coast. We've added you. This is your hour number one. If you want to catch the first two hours, you can go to the podcast that goes up at 2 o'clock at jcwshow.com. Adam Carolla is supposed to be with us here in a minute. I don't know what time he's coming. Do you know? 10? Yes. Ten, 10 o'clock hour. Oh, say. hour? Okay. He's so cool. He can't give us a hard time. It's just within an hour. <laughs> All right. He used to. Um, what was that story about furries? We were talking about furries earlier. Furries, yeah, we even have furries. A, a text. Yeah, furries. Not flurbies, a, not furbies. Fur, no, what, what are you furry. calling a furry? What is a furry? It's the word adults dress up as little animals. And or, go where you the, identify mm-hmm. as a cat. Right. We have a text, actually. Our text line is 800-800-7234. And somebody here says, it's Mike from Nashville. Years ago, a friend and I went to Memphis on Labor Day for a furry convention. Happened to be taking, they weren't there for the convention. It happened to be taking place at their hotel. They witnessed a wedding ceremony. I don't know why this makes me laugh. The bride was a skunk. The groom was a dog. <laughs> whom she led around by a leash. Anyway, that's. Thing. Wow. I know, right? It's Only in Memphis. It's a big deal, man. Here's one. Anthony. Yes. You're a furry? Yes, sir. What's that mean to me? Does that mean that you're like a sexual predator? (laughs) (laughs) I personally am not. Okay. (laughs) You'll bite me? So really, do you identify as a dog? I I don't do any of that weird stuff. Okay, you just walk around in a fox suit. (laughs) But that's not weird. None of that weird stuff. Wow. Tell me about it. So, I personally got into it about, probably about 20 years ago now, and the whole reason why I got into it was actually a buddy of mine was into it, and he, for some reason, convinced me to go to a convention, and unfortunately, the rest was kind of history. They kind of roped me into it, and from all the years I've been doing it, everyone kind of has, like, their own different reason. For me, it was purely out of boredom, I guess, Um, but for some people... You know, they don't like their lives in general. They put on a suit. They they get to act out and pre- pretend that they are a different person. I personally don't get that aspect of it, but there's a lot of people where that's that's the reason why they do it, is to basically be a different entity compared to what they are, mainly because they're probably just not happy it's with bourbon, their lives. It's just Bourbon Street. I mean, bur- persona. Bourbon Street's been doing this for a century. It's Halloween. <laughs> you're dressing up as yeah. something you're not you're pretending you're being that Oregon the pirate. No, you're not. Are you straight or gay? I'm straight. Right. Are there a lot of... Does the homo... homo, homo how do I say it without getting in trouble? The mm. gay crowd, sure. is it heavy? It is extremely heavy. I am in terms of group, I am in the minority. It is heavily LGBT and things along those lines. Yeah. You're, you're cutting up real bad, but thank you for calling in. That makes sense. Sure, because the flamboyance and all that stuff goes hand in hand with all that good stuff. They have stuff. a great time. They have a lot of fun, and they let loose all their little inhibitions. They drop the they drop the face masks. Sherry, good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, I did business with your Addison office this week, and it was a very pleasant experience. Just wanted to let y'all know. Oh, 
You bought you, you you sold a car to give me the VIN. Yes, sir. Did you drop it off at one of our locations, or did we come get it? I I dropped it off at the Addison location. Cool. Well, thank yeah, you for thank you for trusting us with your transaction. That's really what we're. You know, people's like when I'm talking to marketing people, what are y'all selling? You know, they got all these ideas sure. about cash and this. I was like, dude, we're selling trust. Mm-hmm. What we're selling is trust. It's a relationship. Because it's a large transaction, and it's Let a it. lot of money. Whoops, I lost her. That's my fault. Damn it, damn it, Sherry. I'm sorry. I hung up on you. Um, and they don't want to get screwed around. And, and that's why the reviews and all that. So that, that that's why we we keep our word so much and do what we say we're going to do because you have to build the trust. So people that are doing a phone deal on twenty thousand, fifty thousand, whatever thousand dollars, trust it. Sure. Yeah. And so many so many times people don't trust people that have anything to do with the car business, and it's so hard for to good make, reason. For good reason. For really really good reason. But as a result, you have to go over and beyond the trust factor to say, look, we really really do what we say we're going to do. We bought a about a four wheeler for the kids for mm. Christmas. Yeah. Made the deal seven thousand. Okay. Taxes, the work's done, and um, out the door. Out the door. I think it was seven eight hundred with all that. Okay. Get the invoice. It's like eighty five. No, it's like ninety five hundred. <laughs> You're in the business. And she's sitting in in my assistant's fixing to pay it. Said, "Hey, I just want you to prove this." Like it's not ninety four hundred. It's seven eight hundred. What are they doing? And she called him back. Oh, that was the extended warranty. Oh, of course, uh, that we've added. We've the- added without asking you. That's twenty five percent of the cost of the entire damn thing. Right. It's just it, so in in the in four wheeler shops. Four wheelers. They're doing this stuff. It's so it's because I, I buy cars during the week for give me the VIN, mm-hmm. and it's just great when a customer they're so wowed if that's their first experience. Mm-hmm. They're so wowed they go. I'm I'm kind of I was suspicious in the beginning, but wow, you guys really do what you say we're gonna do. I go yeah, it's run, the company's run by one guy, and that's his motto, man. Yeah, because I'm so sick of a supersized society. Mm-hmm. And a bump, 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 bump them. Every sales meeting mm. in any industry there is, the manager is sitting there yelling at the salespeople to bump mm-hmm. them. And what bump them means is get more out of them on auxiliary products. Be it bigger drinks, a double meat, a whatever, insurance products, everything you buy, you cannot get it bought for the advertised price. No. And it's ridiculous. You can't even go through the drive-thru at McDonald's without getting bumped. You know, it's like, well, you want this with this? No, I didn't order an you apple pie. You can't buy insurance without getting bumped. No, no. God, no. You can't buy electricity without getting bumped. <laughs> yeah. You can't buy a ham sandwich without getting bumped. No. And I'm so sick of the bump society. And and that's how So everybody advertises a price that makes no money, and the bump is where the money is. Sure. And so that, and that's why whenever you make a deal with anybody on anything, I mean, contractors, change orders, change orders, mm. change orders. Contractors are the worst. Pool people might be the worst in the world. <laughs> You've had experience. No, and I've got a friend, and I was in Nashville yesterday, too, and he's going through the pool thing right now, and he finally had to stop him. He said, here's what we're doing. I'm going to pay you for finished work. When you finish a section, I'm going to pay for a section. Instead of this draw and you don't show up and draw and you don't show up and that's what everybody does. And he said, it's crazy. Once we switched to that gear, it started happening. It's funny how things started to occur. Sure. (laughs) 800-800-7234-800-800-RADIO. Travis in Louisiana, good morning. You're on the air. Hey, John. How y'all doing? Good. Hey, I was just calling to comment on 
that guy was talking about New Orleans, how that's the craziest things he's seen. Mm-hmm, that's me. Well, true. Yeah, true Louisianans, we don't consider New Orleans Louisiana. I understand. I get that, too. Yep, that's, that's, right. that's just... Tony in Florida. Hey, man. Hey, I, I was... Uh, I, was, I, I love your show, first of Thank all. You. First time I've ever called. Uh, but uh, uh, you guys are talking about the furries, and uh, there's there's a there's a way more disturbing group than, than those guys. <laughs> there's guys that actually dress up like uh, My Little Pony, and yeah. they're called the My Little Bronies. Bronies? Oh, so, stop yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, bronies. My Little Oh, yeah, yeah. Like are they bro- <laughs> I don't get it. My Little Brony? They yeah. dress like My Little Ponies, men. But they're all their bros. Yeah, and yeah they're but it's bro, yeah. Yeah, they, and they're they're uh they're uh Lighten the love predominantly Yeah, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, good. Yeah, exactly. Well, so. and, you, and you were in Florida, so you're guilty just from the jump. Right? <laughs> now is that a two man suit like one guy's the front, one guy's the back, and there's like a or is no, this no, like no, a one they, man they, suit? They, all four uh, the, the hands are hooves, the feet are hooves, and uh, they, they got a mane on. I've seen about 200 of them at the airport. <laughs> and, uh, that, that type of thing should not be allowed in public. Right. That's all I got to say. So they walk around upright on two legs? Yes, I have pictures. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. ready to put on our that Facebook. That is gay. You yes. saw 200 or something. <laughs> Thank you. 800 800 Do you get on that airplane or do you go, nah, I'm going to take the next one? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just the, yeah, the, the chance of something happening bad is, is almost like when you're flying spirit. Like, there's a news story this week. A couple oh, guys. Hold on. What? Got, mm-hmm. Really? What? We're about to go to break. Oh, we are. I'm, He's got to yeah. get his airplane stuff. He's like a no. furry with that. It's time yeah. for Plane Talk with your captain, oh, J.D. Ryan. No, it's just the story that every week there's somebody kicked off a... Sp- the big story would be this week no one was kicked off a Spirit Airlines flight. This was in Vegas, of course. A couple kicked off a Spirit Airlines flight to Mexico. Uh, they were basically, long story short, they got on the plane without the, without tickets somehow. That's and, awesome. And as they're getting escorted, everything was going well until the cabin decided to applaud on the way out. And that, man, that really hacked him off. Cut 13, if you have it, Mike. This is the hey couple. Oh, what? I hope you're going to crash, you see? Oh, the pilots. Oh, the pilots. I hope you're going to crash and die, she says to the entire cabin as they're being escorted off the airplane she's not supposed to be on. I wonder why they kicked them off. Because they got in there without it. Basically, they got in there without a ticket. We're going to break. All that. right, we'll be back in a minute. My name is John Clay Wolfback, Cars Radio for America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN.com. And the next segment is a quick car segment where we will bid cars on the air right here, right now. So call 800 800 7234 radio Give me year, make, model, miles, average, rough, or clean. And I will put a number on it. And give me the VIN. We'll buy it. Be right back. Show has what you need. Go to jcwshow.com for the fastest growing podcast in the U.S., The John Clay Wolf Show. Now, back to The John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now 1 800 800 Radio. This is The John Clay Wolf Show. 
This is a little different. Normally, I have a bunch of car calls, and for some reason, this segment, I have a bunch of people that did business with us calls, which is probably better. Russ. Yes. Tell me about it. Well, I wanted to call and say thank you very much. Recently um, referred somebody to you, family friend, who's divorced. She's a single mother, four kids. She's had a car that she needed to sell, and she was terrified of the experience. And it just really gave her a lot of anxiety of, you know, the whole thing. People coming, looking at it. She's not a negotiator. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Take the stress out of this. Call give me the VIN.com, or go to their website, follow the simple instructions, mm-hmm. and they're going to get back to you. And y'all came back with a price that was more than fair. Mm-hmm. She, you know, y'all showed up, gave her a check, and took all of her worries away of the whole process. And she said everybody from her very first contact to the guy who showed up with the cash and took her keys. She said, absolutely awesome experience from beginning to end. Y'all treated her more than fairly. She was so happy, and she called, and she was so thankful. And hey, this guy pitches us. Be be- this guy that pi- easy. This guy pitches us better than I pitch us. Make yeah, sure you ma- make sure we use this. Send him fifty dollars or yeah. something. That's really good, Russ. The 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 expression and the everything. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's good. Thank you. No, I mean it. Well, and I, I've used it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're fair. so happy, and so I don't worry about it anymore. <laughs> I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go on the website. I'm going to take some pictures. I'm going to send it in, and y'all are going to take good care of me. Thank so. you. Brandon, California, real quick. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, thank you so much for taking my call, but hey, I'm not as good as the last guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was good. I heard you guys on Press Light and Frank, and yeah, I called in. And, dude, you guys were beyond more than fair. I loved it. The experience was nice. Two guys came from Texas, picked up the car. It was a beautiful experience. Did the check clear? Yes, it did. That's amazing. (laughs) You guys picked it up on a Friday, and it was cleared by Monday. (laughs) There you go. Thank you. Where in California do you live? Uh, In Whittier. Got it. All right, we'll be back in a minute. My name is John Clay Wolf. Buy cars on the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN. Give me the VIN.com. And if Give Me the VIN doesn't beat a written CarMax offer, we will send you a check for $100. The John Clay Wolf Show. What have you got there? Divine inspiration. Want more of the John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Yo, we're back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Taking over your radio every Saturday morning. Hit them up. 800-800-RADIO. 1-800-800-RADIO. If you missed any of the show, go to jcwshow.com right now and download the podcast. Now, John Clay Wolf. So, football weekend starts right now. It's not the divisionals. What's this called? Yes. Divisionals. divisionals. Okay. And who, who have we got when? So, 2 o'clock. Man, this music ain't going to work. It's a great song, but I can't talk sports over that. Jags versus Chiefs. First game. It's going to be rainy there, too, in Kansas City. And you've picked the Jags plus nine. Right. After last week's performance, Trevor Lawrence is feeling it again. 
I think the Chiefs are going to turn it on. I mean, they've been kind of toying with everybody, so I'm going the opposite on that. Okay. Giants versus the Eagles, the night game tonight. It's going to be a ruckus crowd there in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. You're taking the uh, Giants, so plus seven and a half. Right. I'm hoping that I'm the sorry, Eagles I'm sorry, no, no, you're, you're taking the Eagles. The Eagles. I'm right. sorry, minus seven and a half. I like the Giants there, plus seven. I think it's, they're going to give them a game, but yeah, the Eagles will win that one too. And then uh, Sunday, Bengals versus Bills in Buffalo. This is the, remember uh, the injury to Hamill? This is that repeat, but this is in Buffalo instead of in Cincinnati. So that's why I think he's going to actually be there and they're going to pump the crowd up and Buffalo's going to kill him. But you've got the Bengals plus six and a half. You don't saying that the Bengals are going to win. But you're taking the six and a half points there. I think they're going to win. And oh, 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 he's saying it now. Uh oh. And then this is the big one. This is a big prediction by John Clay okay. Wolf. All right, all right. He's taking the Cowboys over the 49ers. What? No one is taking that. Everybody no. in San Francisco is a bunch of sissies anyway. I'll take wow. that. I'll take that Cowboys bet. Ooh. Now he is doing four and a half. He's taking the minus four. Hey, I'm what's up bet. with this son of a bitch, Adam Kroll? Is he going to call in or not? Is he too cool for us? He's, he's <laughs> pretty cool. I think he's in the exchange now. Oh. oh. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Adam, you there? I'm here. Good morning. Good morning. You know what's great about having guys like you in the studio with us is when they don't come to the studio and they just call in. Just phone it in. Just phone it in, man. Oh. <laughs> well, let me, let me tell you guys what I miss about radio. I got a phone number to call into the station. Right. And the guy picked up the phone said, uh, who's this? I said, it's Adam Crowley. He said, why are you calling this number? I said, that's the only number that was given to me. So you're in Dallas. Yeah. And you're doing a show today? I'm doing a show tonight with uh, John Popper from Blues Traveler. Cool. I mean, what the hell is that about? That's like Dave Chappelle doing something with a trombone player from Earth, Wind, and Fire. What's the connection there? <laughs> Uh, John's a friend of mine and he plays live shows and I travel around and play live shows right. and I thought, why don't we meet in Dallas and do a live show together? I'll open, I'll do 45 minutes of comedy, then you come out and do a bunch of Blues Traveler songs and everyone will be happy. And I even convinced him to do five minutes of stand-up at the top of the show. Oh. So, is he solo, or does he have a band with him? No, he's got the band with him. Okay, cool. Getting the band back together, man. How many years has it been since you were doing radio? Was it KLSX? Yeah, I probably stopped doing radio in 2009, I think, on KLSX. A while back, after David Lee Roth just ruined the whole thing for all y'all. <laughs> You know, David Lee Roth flamed out after like three weeks. Right. I went on for another three and a half years. So Howard Stern so, says, screw terrestrial, I'm going to Sirius. And the, the industry freaked out because they'd sold so much Howard Stern endorsements. Like, what are we going to do? They grabbed Rover in Cincinnati. They grabbed David Lee Roth to do the Central and East Coast. And they got Adam Carolla to fill his void in L.A. and probably a few other markets. Correct me where I'm wrong. And you were the only one that actually made it, right? Yeah, my show was successful. We were like the number one in Seattle and Vegas and Portland. And we, we were pretty much at a bunch of markets, pretty much number one in all the markets. <clears throat> I mean, I know everyone likes to wax poetic about their 
radio career, but I was getting bonus checks all the time for uh, being number one in a bunch of West Coast markets. And then they flipped the format of the mother station I was on and, and pulled the plug. But that, that was over three years after Stern went to Sirius XM. So it wasn't like, oh, he left and then we flamed out and then, you know, I started podcasting. It was a, it was years speaking after. Speaking of after flaming out, speaking of flaming out, why is Jimmy Kimmel not funny anymore? I mean, he was funny. Were you the one that made him funny? No, Jimmy Kimmel has always been funny. He was funny when I met him. I saw him, God, the other day for the 20th anniversary of his late night show, which is insane that he's been doing late night for 20 years. Mm -hmm. And he's still the same guy he always was. And everyone goes, oh, he's so progressive now, whatever. He, he, if you live in Hollywood, you work in Hollywood, and you have to get bookings, uh, then you better not take too hard a stand uh. to the right. Or you're just going to end up with uh, Dean Cain and Ted Nugent every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So true. We're on the phone with Adam Carolla. He got the man show. Um, radio career, big podcast big career, podcast. big podcast. Are you still doing that all the time? Yeah, podcast all the time. I just did a live one from the uh, Sheridan in Dallas uh, last night. Is that actually. where the thing is tonight? Yeah, you can go to adamcrawler.com. There's tickets uh, left, and uh, we're at the Sheridan uh, downtown Dallas. And it's a, it's a good night. John Popper's an amazing performer. Absolutely mind-blowing performer. He's I love Blues Traveler. I mean, just love him, love They're him. They're great. If I didn't have plans, I'd go to that tonight. I went and watched you in Dallas, I don't know, about 10 years ago. I had you on the show, you probably don't remember, about 10 years ago when we were talking about cars and such, because um, I'm a car guy myself. I'm sure everybody tells you that, but I'm actually pretty legit. I am bought and sold... 52,000 cars last year. Wow. Yep. That, is a, that is a fair to midland number. <laughs> $1.8 billion worth of transactions. Yeah, so I buy all the cars. I'm a wholesale dealer, and we buy the cars from the public and um, remarket them to dealers. And we also do some auction-to-auction -auction arbitrage. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm a, we're the largest wholesale company in the U.S. But... um. Wow. Yeah, it's fun. You know, I went and hung out with Jay in his garage and did that thing. And uh, But a lot of those cars, you know, we handle. We handle a lot of those heavy stuff. I remember talking to you. You had a, what, how do you pronounce it? Mira? Mira? Uh, yeah. The old Lambert? Lamborghini. Yeah. What, um, so what would you say one of your, what car do you wind up talking about the most that you have, um, that you like? I have a Porsche 935 race car that Paul Newman drove at Le Mans mm -hmm. in uh, 79. It, it also <clears throat> came in second overall at Le Mans, won its class at Le Mans. It won overall the 24 hours at Daytona with, uh, oh, God, Bobby Rahal was driving it with a couple other drivers at uh, 24 hours at Daytona, and it won the 12 hours of Sebring overall, too. So it's a God, it's a How long ago did you buy it? Porsche 935. Oh, God, it's been about five, six years, six, seven because years. Because 10 years ago, this was your answer to the same question, which car do you like the most and talk about the most? AC1. 
Well, we pretty much just talking about no. the Ferrari 328. That's all we do. <laughs> we just talk about Magnum's Ferrari. Higgins, he got all the wool, dude. Yeah, yeah, those, those things are pretty gutless. They really and, are. And uh, you, can, you see them, find them on eBay all day long for about 20, 20 grand. 20, somewhere between 20 and 30. So yeah. uh, anyone who wants to say they own a Ferrari. I got another ball bust for you. Do you remember what you said 10 years ago your um, favorite daily driver was back then? 10 years ago. Oh, God. I don't know what the hell I was driving a Jag. Hit it. Daily drivers a bone stock Ford Fiesta. Uh, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> no, I drive an Audi uh, S4 around. Nothing automatic, nothing too nutty. <laughs> do you do you make uh, Adam? Do you make do you buy and sell the cars? Or are you more of a collector? I'm a collector. Gotcha. I, I I will sell some cars on occasion to try to buy like another car. But I don't. I don't really, you know, wheel and deal and flip them and and do all that. I mean, maybe if I was smart, I would. But I, I'm just kind of into the collecting. And then I'll race them too. Sure. So I I use them. I've I've got a personal question for you. Being in the radio business, because you kind of ended about the time there was still money to be made in radio, and, mm-hmm. and now there's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what did you make back at the end of that deal? Just your radio stuff. Do you remember? Bonus checks and all the good stuff. Um, what was it paying in 09 to be number one on the West Coast? I had a, like, I, I basically had, like, a three-year deal that was worth about $10 million bucks, mm-hmm. and But it was, like, you know, 1.4 or 7 or something, like, the first year. And then it would bump up. But then in the second year, they wanted to renegotiate. They didn't pay the full amount. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't I don't remember exactly, but I, I would say a, a couple million bucks a year probably mm-hmm. um, back then. And were you? What made you say screw this? I mean, did you think that the podcast would be more lucrative and you could say what you wanted to to your fans and make a better living and not have to be all restrained and have program directors telling you how to be funny? No, it wasn't. It wasn't really about being creative or dealing with program directors or freedom of speech. It was just I was out of a job, <laughs> and there were no other jobs to be found. Right. And I was just the kind of person that liked to stay in touch with the audience every day. So I just said, "Well, I'm leaving radio, but you can you can find me on the inter- internet if you want to stay connected." Because you were really That's the first big it. hit. I mean. You were the first brand that came out of the blocks with a big podcast audience and held it, if I remember right. And then Rogan came along and did it again. I still don't really understand how he did it. I I, I think his stand-up, and I'm sure you would agree, is ace. The guy's really good. His old stand-up just kills me. But I don't hear that in his podcast yeah. a few times I've listened to it all. It's completely different. Well, what 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 happened with a lot of um, comedians and 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 podcasts is they are not really comedy podcasts. They're more kind of serious talk or long form, or you know, they kind of dart in and out of comedy. But it's not really a lot of a lot of comedians who do podcasts are doing like kind of serious sit down interviews and you know political talk or. What, whatever it is and 
um, which is true. And I, I've always tried to kind of remember that I'm doing a comedy podcast and to sort of keep it funny, man, I'll get into topics and get into rants and get into COVID and get into politics and get into everything. But a lot of guys who are comedians ended up doing kind of serious podcasts. And I don't know if it's good or it's bad. It's just what it kind of morphed into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where um, th- this deal y'all are doing in Dallas tonight, you and John Popper at the Sheridan. Are you doing it anywhere else? Because you're on, gosh, we're on 65 stations around the country right now. You're on KLOS in L.A. right now. Uh, oh, <laughs> KLOS, man. I grew up listening to KLOS. Um, yeah, we're, we are going to move around the country and do it. We don't have hard dates set yet because this is our first one, but it's been working out pretty good. And so I think we're going to end up doing a few dates a year. I'm not sure where, but when I, when I do find out, I'll... I'll well, when you get your S together, then call us back and let yeah. us know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you just got to get your stuff together, dude. I know they legalize marijuana, but that doesn't give you an excuse not to be prepared. <laughs> well, I'm prepared for tonight, and that's about as far... That's about as much <laughs> I got. Adam Carolla, thanks for calling in. Good to talk to you been too long talk to you soon next time you're in dallas Thanks you've got to come me. in the studio if i'm out in la you can come up i uh, do the show from hiding frank's uh, studio at klos oh, time yeah. to time i was out there last week and i'll have you up all right later please bye 800-800-7234-800-800 radio that was adam carolla my name is john clay wolf and this is our saturday morning presentation be right back interesting week I, i've never spent i spent 10 days in los angeles last week yeah it was fun business is getting good out there our new yeah. office is badass i like the people everybody bitches about california all the yes. time but i'm just telling you orange county is just not it's not, not it's not the stereotype not the crazy no no i just know we were we were, we were out there we saw some homeless people camping out on the beach and really kind of ruining some million dollar views right well just go to austin texas and drive oh, around god yes there's, there's towns all over the world that are like that. sure it's just you hear about it in california my seventh grader nolan he goes to school out in carlsbad and uh he did a quarterback camp last week in mm-hmm. oh gosh manhattan manhattan beach um i forget renando ish Beach. okay yeah Mira Costa High School. Yeah, that's where it was. And um, this is all these quarterbacks. He's And they get invited. And it's not free, but uh, it, it's kind of a select group of kids. But you do have to be invited. Yeah. Okay. So a lot are, of good quarterbacks. These kids are good. Right. And in his groups, they busted up, up into groups, and there was this, you know, the green team, the black team, the white team, the sure. this team. He's on the white team, and there's seven of them. And I'm sitting there next to a dad, and I'm watching these kids do their drills in our team under the lights that night and i was like man your kid is really good and he's like how do you know which one's mine right well i mean there's one black kid okay and he's a black guy okay I got wow was he on the black man. team Step up, he was G-G. on the white team he was on the white team <laughs> <laughs> but he really is good but he's like how do you know that i'm not his stepdad of that one he's not a hater well he's a texan he's the accidental racist 
I don't know anything. I don't claim to know anything. All I was doing was complimenting your son. Is he your son? Yes. Okay. He's good. So I was right. So why are you busting on my balls? Why do you have to turn this into something? I know. That's the problem. They always want to make a deal out of this. Or was he having fun? I would have uh, no, like that. No, he's pretty square. Really? Yeah, this guy's pretty square. How do you know? What do you mean, how do I know? His kid's awesome. Yeah. His kid is... I, I got a picture with his kid and my son. Goes, I said, this picture... Save it. Yes. <laughs> he will be a wow. pro baller. The only. Well, he was in eighth grade, and he got moved up to the high school team after oh my three God. drills. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. I mean, I'm as, I'm as certain as that kid being yours as that the coach's son is going to play quarterback. <laughs> Always. Kurt Warner, the Phoenix and L.A. quarterback. Mm-hmm. Do you know who Kurt, yep. Kurt Warner is? Okay. And he spoke at this deal to these guys. Wow. And he was really good for the first hour. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> but then the second hour? Enough. Oh, my God. God almighty. Dude, wrap it up. Wrap it up. But it's not his, it's kind of his fault because he was long answering everything. <laughs> but the dads that were there with their sons in this hotel meeting room got into fanboy mode. Mm. Oh. And he was taking questions from the kids and that was all good. And then the dad started, you know, it's third and nine. So and let me there's ask two you. minutes left on the clock. And then he says, well, in order for me to answer that question, you got to have the backstory oh. of it. And we get into all oh. this stuff. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. dude, it's getting late. Yeah. But Kurt Warner did a movie, or they did a movie about him called The Underdog. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got a pretty good story. I don't know if y'all know it, but he he only like in college, he play he did he only played one year, okay. and then he went on to Green Bay as a walk on. They gave him a shot in practice to play, and he said, "I don't want to take it yet because I'm not prepared." Mm. And they said, "Okay, you're cut." <laughs> oh, jeez, of course. Never call. Then he winds up being at a grocery store working. And he makes a deal with someone that he, he's, he's so pissed at himself for not taking the opportunity. And that was his message is take the opportunity. Take the shot. Went, take the shot. I missed my shot. So in order to get his shot again, he had to go to Europe and play for some European team. He had to do ex, um, arena football league mm-hmm. here and build it back up. And he got a shot with somebody. And then it grew and it worked and somebody got hurt. And he wound up winning two Super Bowls, I think, something like that. I mean, by the time he got to all that, I was asleep. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But it was. Uh, but being around these dads is that like being around the moms that push their kids into these beauty oh, they're pageants? Serious, they're dude. serious. Oh, I oh, know. Serious. You don't know until you get to high school. I was going to say. Well, there was a lot. Worse. There was a lot of high school kids there too. Yeah, it's it's going to get bad. But you see these dads. There's a guy. Go ahead. Sixth grade. Uh-huh. Came from Michigan, so they drove to Chicago, they flew to Seattle, they flew to L.A. Mom and six years, six sixth grade boy. And she is just chewing his ass. Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. On the elevator, and we're going, you could have done better. We shouldn't have come all this way. I can't believe it. Uh, see, that's like, when it gets toxic. It just, right. just gets toxic. And you, you see these you know, soft, softball, and the dad's going, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, Lord, please make him die or go home. Well, because a lot of these parents are investing in their kid yeah. to get because out. they want to get him to college and get they, a scholarship. They want to live. So that's what, literally what they're seeing They want to live life. vicariously through their child. No, 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 no. Not just no, that. No. Money. It's money. It well, really is. Mm-hmm. If he goes college pro, pay for, woo! So yeah. now I'm the family racehorse? I mean, yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. that's a good yeah, way to put it. Pretty yeah. much. The family racehorse. Yeah. It's sad. It is really sad. You it gets seen worse. It? Oh yeah, I see it all the time in high school. I mean, it's it gets and it gets annoying too because oh, the dads are 
oh yeah, my kid got this offer. Da, 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 da. He's talking about, you know, they're always constantly talking offer, about it. Offer, offer. I heard so much oh, about yeah. offers. I'm like, dude, you're yes. in middle school. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he already got an offer from Alabama. I said, mm-hmm. he got a conversation with someone yep. that said, I'll bring you on. If they offered him, they right. lied. Right. Because mm-hmm. if he blows his knee out his freshman year and he doesn't ever get it back, they're not going to give him an offer. Mm-hmm. It's a teaser. When you grow up, baby, I'm going to marry you. I mean, that's what they're saying. I'm gonna, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, it's yeah, sad. I, did have, really. I had a um, client who he played his whole life. He was six foot four mm-hmm. and walked away from a full scholarship to a really good school because he was sick of it. He was over it. Right. So, yeah, it happens. But, you know, it's fun. And, and um, I, I'm not one of those dads at all. I'm actually just along for the ride. My kid's dragging me. <laughs> I'm not pushing. Good. And I'm like, you're not good enough for this. And I was looking down. I was like, you're supposed to be here. I'm, I'm, I did give him a compliment. I'm like, I'm impressed. You, out of the out of your team, you're number two. And didn't want to tell him number one though, right? <laughs> he, he wasn't number one. I know that I know. other kid, that other one was number one for sure. Yeah, he was good enough to be invited though. So yeah, that's pretty cool. So he's pulling it off. I'm proud of him. And if he keeps up this pace, then then um, you know, whatever happens, happens. That's cool. But I'm there for him. But I'm not going to drag him to it. No. 800-800-7234-800-800 radio. My name's John Claywell. Brought to you by. Gordon Boswell Flowers. Around the corner, around the country, or across the country, Gordon Boswell Flowers is your go-to flower source, and you can see the link to Gordon Boswell Flowers at jcwshow.com, same place you pick up our podcast today at 2 o'clock. And remember, givemethevin.com, who's our official sponsor. Givemethevin.com, if they don't beat your CarMax offer, a written CarMax offer on your car, will pay you a check for $100. GiveMeTheVin.com is America's best car buyer for a reason. Read the reviews online. They're glorious. And there's thousands and thousands of them. They do what they say they're going to do when they say they're going to do it. And don't play games. Get your check. Get your paid. Make your payoff fast if that if there's a payoff involved. GiveMeTheVin.com is the best damn car buyer in these whole here United States of America. Be right back. To the most popular Saturday morning show to ever broadcast in America. You're listening to The John Clay Wolf Show. Feel free to call and make your voice heard. 800 800 Radio. If you missed any of the show, go to jcwshow.com right now and download the podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. From the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Call John. Toll free. Cheap bastards. 1-800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at JCWShow.com. We sold one of those new Hot Rod Escalade Vs, which is the Corvette engine in an Escalade, for a lot of money this week. I know Cadillac is making their customers sign a thing that says if they sell it within six months, uh-huh. then it cancels the warranty and they'll never sell them another car. They're just trying to keep the flippers from mm-hmm. just... <laughs> because I think sticker on this car was 160000 That crazy car stuff that's been going on for the past couple of years is over, except for a few models. Um, Escalades is one of them, but the V is really one of them because there's so few of them. Here's us selling this car, and you can see what it goes for. Remember, sticker was one hundred and sixty. So we is, paid one hundred and ninety. 
You paid one night. We bought it from the guy for one hundred and ninety. So he made thirty thousand on us. So this give audio. Me the, give me the VIN. Bought it for thirty thousand dollar profit to the customer, and then we sold it here. Cut four. Twenty three miles. Give it to Cadillac town. Give it to Give it to Pick it up in Nashville. Give it to One fifty. Give it to Now one fifty five. Give it to One sixty. Give it to Give it to Give it to Give it to Now one seventy nine five. Give it to Now one eighty. Give it to Give it to Give it to One eighty five. Give it to Now one ninety. Get it clicking. We're going. Give it to Give it to Give it to Give it to Granny last call. Give it to One ninety seven. Give it to One ninety seven. So one hundred ninety six grand. Give it to Four oh two five. Give it to Give it to Three oh fours up. What? When we pay when we bought it that high, it's like we're screwed. But yeah. So whenever these new cars come out and they're overselling the first one is typically the highest a big one and then they start coming down coming down coming down coming down but yeah we still pay profit on them wow what's this cut three uh, es hybrid that says it's funny oh yeah it's a special edition i think car right the what's the first eugenia name? guzman what's that the eugenia guzman edition is i that think real? that's i think that's who you bought it from oh okay cut three eugenia guzman Eugenia Guzman. Where do you think she's from? I'm not sure, but it looks like a guy. You know, out of all the things we do on this radio show, that is probably going to be the one that gets me in trouble. Why? You're in trouble now. Talk about a transmission, man. Right. Sticker automatic. It's a hybrid. That's funny. You better. And we're talking, you know, only car being sold and there's a comedy show going at the same time right, right? that's right. so funny i think you're allowed to have fun man when you're working in showbiz guys i am definitely an auction commentator you are <laughs> here's some other what's this mclaren that we sold cut to this one's in Nashville. I'm going to give it a 19 I'm going to give it a 10,000 I'm going to give it a 10,000 I'm going to give it a 10,000 What's weird is that you get impervious to this this amount of money. They're like you get callous to it. It's like living in a topless joint, a whorehouse or something. You, you don't feel you don't it anymore. You it. don't feel the emotion of it anymore. Yes. You do so many quarter million dollar cars. It's like, oh yeah. And I remember when I first started. Just numbers. Dude, just numbers. Oh, I'll never forget the first hundred grand car i bought i was just shaking in my boots i bet <laughs> i would be too shaking in my boots scared to death and then after like the 150 then what's another 100 or what's another 200 it all kind of turns into well i'm i'm being a crazy risky guy already mm. might as well go big but what's really frustrating is when you spend a quarter mil on a car and you make 500 on it oh my god you'd rather lose Five thousand because it's just so dumb. Yeah, like what? We do it all the time. Well, but there are cars that bust off and make ten thousand. Yeah, so it makes it worth it, and the average works out. But it, uh, anyway, give me the Vin buys that stuff. We buy heavy cars left and right all over. Sell us your car. And there's a lot of good cars on the West Coast, and there's a lot of good cars in Florida. Where do they live? They live. Where you would think they do the the heavies the, the exotics beach. they live in jersey ish market mm-hmm. the metropolis up there they live in south florida not north florida oh. and they live in 
San Fran to San Diego. That's where 90% of the Rolls, the Lamborghinis, the blah, blah, blahs are. If you take um, the same car, McLaren, Ferrari, Lamborghini. Sure. Whichever one is the same across the three of them. I should know the answer to this. But, um, and put them on a track. Which one would you think, same driver, three competitive cars. One's made by Lamborghini, one's made by Ferrari, one's made by McLaren. Same driver. Which one do you think turns the fastest lap time? Not knowing any better, I would say Ferrari. Right. Am I right? Turley. McLaren. McLaren. Is it? Yeah. Huh? That's the best handler. That's the Now, the Lamborghini has the most horsepower. But actually, the, the Ferrari would turn in the lowest lap time because they really haven't gotten... They're so prestigious. They're like Rolex watch. Yeah. That's they really you. haven't had to play the horsepower game. They're McLaren too, is light too. They're, they're really too light. good for it. Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> they're too good to go fast. Well, they go plenty fast. We but go we pretty. Don't. The concrete contractor <laughs> buys a Lamborghini. Gotcha. The hedge fund operator buys a Ferrari. There's a difference between Ferrari guy and Lamborghini and who, guy. What guy buys the McLaren? Yeah. Um, the enthusiast. The enthusiast. The guy. Enthusiast. The enthusiast. And obviously, he's wealthy, but right. but the real enthusiast. But the Lamborghinis, you will notice the the title transfers on them are much more. Uh, they change owners. Concrete mm-hmm. guy with a bunch of tattoos goes and buys a Lamborghini. He keeps it for six months. He sells Lamborghini. Um, Wall Street guy buys Ferrari. He keeps Ferrari for 10 years. Wow. There's the difference. The Lamborghinis are, they're in and out of those like Harleys, like motorcycles. Motorcycle guy doesn't keep his motorcycle that long. No. Jet ski guy really doesn't because once winter comes and he's making his payments, he's out of there. Right. (laughs) And McLaren guy just buys it and parks it. Jet ski guy has to decide if he wants to make payments over the winter on his Ranger truck, (laughs) his Toyota Tacoma, or his jet skis, and he lets the jet skis go. So that's how that works. 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. 800-800-7234, What's going on today in the world, boss? Yeah, well, we have some birthdays to celebrate this week. Big-time birthdays, like Kid Rock this week turned 52. Mm. Paul Stanley turned 71 years of age. Have you seen him? Stanley? His face, yes. No, is it bad? Oh, yeah. He's got a lot of plastic surgery. A lot surgery. of work. Yes. They've all got work. <laughs> Jim Carrey, who's now dropped out of acting, is only 61. Uh, let's see. James Earl Jones is 92. A couple more for you. Dolly Parton. Jesus I know, Christ. right? 92. This thing has digressed to celebrity birthday. <laughs> hey, I've got one. I've got, a, I've got a birthday from a listener. His landlord. I, I, we get fan mail all the time. Right. Please but what? give a shout out to my landlord, <laughs> Michelle Bush. She's celebrating her 64th birthday this Saturday when your show is on the air. Can you send her a birthday wish? I will walk to Texas and wash every car you have in 2023 if you'll do this. Very nice. So say it again. Who is it? Michelle Bush is 64. <laughs> 64. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And our final I think one. we should do dog birthdays next. A oh, fun, no. A fun one. A friend of the show. Furry. Miss, um, Melissa Rivers is 55. She was on just a couple of weeks ago with us. We should have her on. Yeah, she's, she's funny. Nice lady. Sheriff's office in Missouri is looking for volunteers to get drunk. To help deputies get much-needed training on real individuals. Yeah, I did this in Fort Worth, the Fort Worth uh, Police Department. You go in for two hours, you get drunk, and then their cops basically practice on you. Cut number 10. We are inviting people to come down and get drunk 
at the sheriff's office. They're training them on DWI to not only recognize the signs of somebody who's driving under the influence, but also uh, to do the field sobriety testing and so on and so forth. And the way this works is you have to have people literally sit down and drink. So they're going to drink for two hours. Drink. Drink. And then they will go through the field sobriety test just as if they were pulled over uh, in a a real-world scenario. This all sounds fun. It is fun. But... Dude, I get hungover. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> and I mean, all the drinking and all the fun and right. all the partying, it's just not worth the hangover. It just hurts. I mean, I'm 50. It hurts. I know. I get it. If I get really nice and drunk, it's going to take me two and a half days to shed that no. name. That's about when I finally said, I don't think this is not fun anymore. Right. It's That's not what cheeseburgers fun. are for. This is, I did this when I was 30-something, too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the age. Now, hold on. I got a question. What did they serve you? Uh, whatever you, you wanted. They had a full open bar, so I did uh, screwdrivers because it was easy. It was vodka, and you could get drunk quick. Oh. Could you, like, did they have sports on, like a sports bar? They, yeah, it really was. Yeah, it was actually at the... Pole dancers? Police, no. <laughs> it was at the police department. That, that was the weird I part. I picked up this hooker. Here, come here. It was like in the it was in the ready room of the police department, so it's you know fluorescent lights. It wasn't really sexy, but it, but you knew why you were there. It was, it was fun, and then I got to get driven home by the cops. A man from a rural part of Tennessee who made the wise decision not to drive, mm-hmm. speaking of drunks, let his five year old son drive him home. How did that go? Cut twelve. How'd it go? I'm surprised it didn't kill both of them. We've seen some crazy things out here. But this is one of the craziest. It was just really mangled, like somebody hit it hard. Don't let your five-year-olds drive. <laughs> <laughs> ESPN Stephen Smith got a little heat this week after an offhand remark he made when asked about Rihanna's upcoming performance at this year's Super Bowl. Cut 15. Are you excited for this halftime show? I don't want to say I'm not excited. She's fantastic. That's, yes. not where I'm, that's not where I'm going with this. Okay, where are you going? She's a lot of things. She's spectacular, actually. Yes. And congratulations on new mamahood. I sense There's the one thing she's not. Uh-huh. She ain't Beyonce. I know she's not. Oh. Wait a minute, hold up. Steve Smith. I want to hear 16 when he's apologizing. I'm going to own it. I know what y'all are trying to do. I want Rihanna to know you're a superstar and you are a worthy person to be doing the Super Bowl halftime show. I'm just saying that I'm a Beyonce fan. That's all. Rihanna, go do your thing. I apologize for creating whatever brouhaha comes of this. I got to be more careful where people twist it and turn it into something it ain't. My bad on that. Good luck, sweetie. Looking forward to seeing you perform. You know you got to turn it Under her umbrella, Ella, 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 A. Thank you for talking about me, though. Right, thank you. Give me all the promotion. We'll be back in a minute. My name is John Clay Wolf. (laughs) Black Cars are rated for America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN.com. Show.com or johnclaywolf.com. You're listening 
to the John Clay Wolf Show. Want more of the John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now, 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. A lot of people know me as the radio Johnny, but in my real life during the week, I'm car Johnny, and I operate a company that I started 30 years ago called GiveMeTheVin.com. We buy and sell. We're the largest wholesale distributor of used cars, so we sell the cars to dealers. We buy your car at GiveMeTheVin, and then we, on speculation, hoping it will make a profit, and we sell it at auction to car dealers. Actually, on the John Clay Wolf Show Facebook page, J.D., put that video back up that you did. It's pretty cool. So people can see where the cars go and how it works. But it's like sports bettors, investors. We make money on some. We break even on some. We lose money on some. Gamble every week. We've been losing a lot lately. That's not good. Because the market's coming down, and that's, you know, it went up too high. So when we're bidding these cars for all these people all the time, they're still thinking of the old money. It'd be like if Apple stock was at $500 a share, and now it's at... $400 a share, and we bid them at four, and they're like, no, I want five. When, that'd be great. I'd, I wish I could have got five for the last five that I had. But it ain't like that. It's used just to be five. Yeah, it's coming down. So the new car inventories are swelling back up. The chips are getting put in the cars. The dealers have cars to sell. You're fixing to see the rebates come out. You're fixing to see deals being made. The over-sticker, over-MSRP world is coming down. All the, all the COVID crazies. In-house prices are doing the same thing. Interest rates are going up. Payments are going up. It, it, the pressure is coming on. Jamie, I, I preset all this with you. So when I bid your uh, 21 Jeep Wrangler Gladiator Overland for the right price, and you tell me no, because you're going to tell me no, I'm just telling you where I'm coming from. I buy and sell 20 of these a week. I know. But you're going to tell me no. It's 40 grand. No. Nope. See? There you go. Wow. Why? That's where everybody's going to be. There you go, because that's the money. That's the market. I'll give 40 to Nick, maybe 41 if it's pretty. You know, loaded into GiveMeTheVin.com. If it's a little bit better than the rest of them, I'll give a little bit more. But I can't trade dollars for nickels. I'm tired of losing. I will outbid everybody else unless they make a mistake. There's a lot of people that will still make a mistake because they don't know what I know about the car market and what they're really worth. These Rivians, these Teslas, dude, they've dropped. Teslas have come down so fast and so hard. My, my nose, after the auction every week, I have, I have to get um, tampons and shove them in my nostrils <laughs> to make my nose stop bleeding of how much money I lost on Teslas. Teslas. Sometimes I have to put it in other orifices, too. I mean, it's been bad. I've been getting beat up. Hey, yo, you, you want to meet me after the auction on Wednesday? No. Can we have a meeting after the auction on Wednesday? No. Don't call me. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. I'm so beat up after the auctions on Wednesday, after this market. I mean, we're just fighting through a down market. It's tough. Yeah. It's not entertaining. I'm glad to have this radio show on Saturday so I can at least vent. Because it's been a pressure cooker, dude. And all of our people that are buyers that, that are get paid on the come, they're not liking it either. Mm. Can I borrow five grand? Can I borrow 2500 Oh, no. Can I borrow... People come to you and... Oh, my God! Really? What? I had 10 people last week ask me for a loan. Oh, really? Yes. You mind if it's 11? Because I need... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's constant. Hey, could I talk to you for a minute? No! Wow. It sucks. The economy's changing. Yeah. The money's not flowing. I we just... have plenty to buy and sell cars with. We're bidding cars left and right. We'll spend... We got gazillions of dollars to buy cars with. But I'm tired of losing. 
makes sense. And I'm not in the mood for loans right now either. I, I need a loan. I don't need a loan because I was smart with my money. But I don't. They, a lot of these guys at Workforce made a lot of money. Like, more than what they're good for. Sure, but they really come to your door? Are you serious? They yes. knock on your door? Oh, my God. It's just, it, it's, it's been happening a lot because the times are getting yeah, tighter. Yeah, have changed. Interest no rates. It's doing exactly what the Fed wanted it to do. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Some people say syndicated shows aren't that good because they don't have that local feel. Right. But you don't skyrocket to the number one weekend spot by sucking. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Go to jcwshow.com. We now return to The John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show. It's so big. Call John, toll free, 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. And now, Senor Juan Clay Wolf. Gigi, I need a little marital advice. Okay. Okay. So, when my wife and I are picking things for the house and mm-hmm. you know we built the out in the country bought this place building a house out there ranch house and it's a real problem area for us to make joint decisions on home stuff and okay and like i just said you just do it and she's like why can't we do this together and i mean it's like mad max thunderdome two men enter one man leave it is not it never ends up good what do you think about this i don't like it why not you asked for my opinion i don't like it do i need to change my opinion <laughs> that's so she didn't really want your opinion <laughs> she was being polite but i i, I just I, i've just told her just do it but she doesn't want to just do it because she knows that i'll you know, after about three beers, I'll say, boy, that really looks That looks awful. That looks awful. You should listen to me. <laughs> yeah, no, she so. doesn't want your opinion. She just wants to do it, but she wants to say, well. She wants confirmation. I asked you what you thought about right. it. Right. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't want it. You got to stay in your lane. There's no traffic. I want to stay in my lane. I just want to let her do mm-hmm. it. But then she's like, why don't you do this with me? I'm like, because it's not going to end well. And pulls. It you know what pulls are? Pulls on cabinets. Sure. P-U-L-L. Mm-hmm. Right? So you go to the home design store, and you're looking at poles on cabinets. Mm-hmm. And I like this one. Oh, no. Okay. What about this one? Oh, no. Okay. Why am I here? What? <laughs> right. Why am so I here? So you can say, which one do you like, sweetie pie? But I, I've got other stuff I could be doing than just being turned down. Mm-mm. I, I'm a busy guy. I'd rather go do other things and just let her pick what she's going to pick because she's going to pick what she's going to pick anyway. Right? Yeah, pretty much. So why can't we do it together? Because it doesn't work. You are doing it together. We're really not. And then when I well, go... you're there. Okay, so the bathroom. Mm-hmm. The tile guy's coming. He's scheduled. We must make the damn selection for the tile mm-hmm. on the floor. I go and do it because she has not done it. It's installed. Oh, no, you messed up. It's installed. That looks terrible. Take it out. That's. I just said, let's just get moved in and down the road whenever. Just rip it out and do it your way. I don't care. I wish you'd have done it. It's fine. 
so when that happens, it's like, I don't want to do this. I don't like doing this. I don't well, sometimes we have to do things we don't want to do if we want to get done. Right. And that's why I just go in there and do it. And if it sucks, no, do it again. No. Why do you, no. She wants to be perfect about it so we don't have to do it again, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. I understand. God knows I understand because I'm the one I have to pay to rip the tile out <laughs> in the bathroom and do it again. I don't want to do it again. But on that, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I but she wait. wants it. She has better taste than you when it comes to the house. Okay, so how can he cut to the chase here? It being just being physically in the building is fine when they're picking stuff out. That's called in her mind. That's being doing this together. together. Now, how can John? Okay, so let's let's practice. Okay. Let's practice. Right. Ready? Yes. I like what you like, sweetheart, because you like me. No, she wouldn't fall for that. <laughs> nice try. If you say it enough, she will. Should he wear a purple dinosaur suit? Come on, suit come on, say that? it, say it. I like what say you it. like, sweetheart, because you like me. Mm-hmm. But then she would take and that as I a trap. Love you. She would take that as a trap. Yeah, she's way too smart. For yeah, that. she's no dummy. Or you can just say, I think that's a great idea. Mike, you're making a lot of yeah, faces yeah. over here. Because well, I'm You seriously. feel my pain? Oh, yeah. I've done it. And that, that's I'm sure what, he does. I, that's a great idea, babe. I. I, let's yeah, let's See? go with that. I mean, because I know what I'm doing is I'm picking up points. That's what I'm doing. I'm right. going to pick exactly. up points. Right. So we got the rush to get some bedroom furniture. She'd have that's one delivered. right. And you want to get in good. You you want to get in good. You say, you know what? I was j- just about to ask you. Did you like this one? Yeah. So we got in a mm-hmm. rush to get some bedroom furniture. It's like you pick it, you go, you do it. So she did it and sent me a picture of it when it was installed. She said, what do you think? And I looked at it, and I know she's smart enough to know that I'm smart enough to know that she doesn't like it either. I'm like, I don't like it. Oh. But it's there, and it's done, and you did what we needed to do. You got something done. She said, yeah, I'm going to repaint it. I'm like, okay, cool. That's, yeah, that's- see, that's where it can be your fault. <laughs> <laughs> she picks it. <laughs> that's what she wants. Though. It was my fault for rushing the decision. That's right. what she wants. Yes. You need to learn how to feign it's surprise and being impressed. <laughs> wow. Did you just pick that out? Well, the countertops she picked out were wow. My God, honey, that's fabulous. And the color mm-hmm. for the cabinets are wow. You are so good at this. And when mm-hmm. she does great, I'm like, wow. But when it's bad, are you supposed to lie? Yes. It's your fault. <laughs> it's your fault. You distracted her. All right. You're not, yeah, give, you're not giving me any good advice. You're giving me corny advice. I'm giving you girl advice. It doesn't have to make sense to you. Just do it. <laughs> But why is it a better deal? Why is it not a better deal for a woman? Let's say, here's my credit Mm -hmm. card. Go do whatever you want. She said, well, that'd be great if that was the case. Because if I do what you don't like, I'm going to hear about it. Ah, there's the key. There's the key. She knows you're going to be. There it is. She knows you Five years. (laughs) Time you walk into that room. This room's great, except. When I'm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, at, we're partying and we're walking somebody through the house and mm-hmm. showing them rooms like, oh, this is the one. She screwed this one up, but she knows she screwed it up. So it's OK. There you go. Uh, <laughs> if you mm-hmm. can stop there that behavior. There it is. So I've got to stop that. That mm-hmm. behavior. That's mm-hmm. the behavior I must work on. Is. OK. <laughs> yeah. God bless you. She's like, hey, I yeah. got this this fl- this flower painting for the ranch. I'm like, dude, it's a ranch. It's not a garden. It's not it's not Mother's Day. I mean, can we do a little Western motif? It's country. Right. That is fine. Well, what did you want to hang on the wall? Like a horse in a mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Spoken like a true man. Yes. That's who he asked. That's who she asked. A real man. 
a mountain he was with supposed a lake to say, and a horse. I like the flowers too. Oh. I did. I said they're great. Put them in a regular house. This is country. This is log cabin. This is yeehaw. Rustic. This is rustic. I'm oh, you said too much. Yeah. Think Yellowstone. Watch Yellowstone. Think Yellowstone. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> yes. if you're a Yellowstone fan, which I am, holy hell, a 1923 is good. Is it great? Yes. I haven't seen so, it. So, so there's Yellowstone. There's 1883 and there's 1923. Uh, there's three, pre- two prequels to Yellowstone that build the Dutton story right. up to the point. Man, he's doing a good job. I watched. I got home at eight o'clock last night and I watched that stuff till um, midnight. Do you have to watch eighteen eighty three to know what's going on in nineteen twenty three? No, not at all. Okay, no. And, actually, they, and they suddenly quit after four episodes, and, oh, been pissed they, off and it hurts. Week. It hurts. Yeah. It hurts because those are the storylines in those in those prequels need to have their own legs and go all the way. They're as good as Yellowstone. They're better than Yellowstone. Wow. They, they really took time. I was thinking with the uh, the little Native American girl mm-hmm. in the convent. You know, she's that was in like beating the hell Native out American of the, nan, the, yeah. the nun. They took. They did those things slowly when they're out front picking flowers and mm-hmm. like the cinematography. And they start it's with like the feet watching and a slowly movie, come man. Up. It is. Yeah. It's shot like a movie. It's it's so slow the progression. And then they change scenes and you go, wait a minute, what happened to the chick with the We're flowers? Back to Africa, right? Are all of them on Paramount Plus? Yes, so and they're tired good. Of buying, I have to go to. Oh, that's on Hulu, and this is over here on Netflix. Tulsa King. It's good. Is it good? It's good. Outstanding. Has, has anybody carried it to episode nine? Yes. Yeah. Turley, you like yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It, I, it, it's Sopranos in yes, my book. Yes, that's exactly what I was saying. It's, it's Stallone in Tulsa being a Soprano. Yes, the mafia in Tulsa, basically. He's Tony Soprano. And Taylor Sheridan is doing a gorgeous job of ripping off old hits and reskinning them, exactly. like sampling music out of Africa, Sopranos, Dallas. I haven't seen The Mayor of Kingstown. I'm sure that it's... Oh, really? Probably like The Wire. Right. Dude, I've never seen a prison riot, a big penitentiary prison riot done in film that's as brutal and realistic looking at that. It's scary. We've got a minute left. Terrence in Austin, are you there? Terrence in Austin. Terrence. Terrence. Terrence and I see you. In people with treatment resistance. All right, Terrence. That was weird. He was the guy with the heavy speech impediment from earlier. Oh. oh. And I was going to give him a little more airtime because he's been calling a lot. If you have a speech impediment, please call 800-800-7234. No, I'm kidding. Uh, he always thought he was drunk, and then I felt terrible, so I wanted to give him a little more airtime to clean it up because I feel bad. I have feelings, Gigi. I know you do. You're just trying to get into heaven. Too late. They're hanging your picture in hell as we speak. That's not true. That's true. That's yes, it is. True. He's our leader. He's our leader. <laughs> your spot has been secured. Football this weekend. Live it. Like it. Love it. It is wrapping up. It's almost over. We'll be back Real in a quick moment. punchline from our text line. This is funny. We were talking about uh, contractors earlier. This guy says, contractors, when they die, Satan keeps telling them they'll be out of hell next week. Satan keeps Satan, telling them Satan. Cut out there. Satan keeps telling that's so true, Satan dude. Satan keeps telling them they'll be out of hell next, next week. Next week you'll get out of hell. Alright, we'll be back in a sec. Go to the podcast. It goes up at 2 o'clock if we're losing you here. And we will see you, some of you next week and some of you in just a minute. Here back. This is Jimmy the John Clay Wolf Show. 
Get a haircut, buttercup. America's largest weekend morning show, 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Now, back to The John Clay Wolf Show. Wow, you got the music for it and everything. My wife is on line one. Uh-oh. She was listening to our last segment, Gigi. She's never, mm-hmm. ever, You're in ever trouble called. Now. She has never, ever, ever, ever called into the radio show. You've crossed the line, sir. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. You're in big trouble. Good morning, darling. I've had just about enough <laughs> of this one-way commentating about me and not getting to defend myself and you making up all these little stories about me all the time. Get him. Get him. Like what? Like what? I mean, what, I got to reset real quick. Before the break, I was talking about going, selecting stuff for the house, for homes, like tile and poles and colors and countertops and all that stuff. And I just want her to do it because we disagree so much on it. It's just not worth the pain. And well, then, you're also very last minute. You're usually... You'll tell me something, and mm-hmm. then it has to be done by tomorrow. So you basically give me no time to do it. And how many times have we actually gone together to pick out something, you and me, this time? A couple. For this house? A couple. And how many times was that a success? Uh, both. or Yeah. Right. And it was so quick. It was so easy. We both got what we wanted. That's the best way to do it, because I do want your opinion. I don't want to just, I don't want you to pick something, because your taste is not always that good, and you don't know how to put stuff together. So it ends up being a mess, and it ends up having to be something that we redo. And I don't want you to get mad at the stuff that I pick, because you are going to complain. 80% of the time you do, because you think everybody can just read your mind and get exactly what you want. And it's just not always like that. So that's why I, I want to pick out stuff that you like i want your opinion but you just don't you don't like working together on stuff in anything you think i complain all the time you think i complain (laughs) do you think i complain i think that's why you do it i think you're intentionally setting me up for failure so it gives you an excuse to complain you just have to Bobo's nodding his head. He, he wants to go to therapy with you. He wants all of us to go to therapy. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people that know you are nodding their head right now. <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> There's a scene in The Wizard of Oz where the wizard is out there doing his thing and the dog pulls back the curtain. You have just pulled back the curtain on John Clay Wolf. <laughs> Thank you. I always warn him. You don't want you. You ask me all the time to call in. I keep telling you, you don't want me to call in. (laughs) (laughs) But but, but if we come to a solution here, John, you just simply go. Yeah. So what do you do? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you do? So you're in trouble now. Oh me? Yeah. You. What do you have to say for yourself? Oh. Um. Mm -hmm. I'm a busy guy, and I just would. I I just would rather her. Do it. But it's so okay. much easier to answer my questions when I send you something instead of getting mad, and then we don't have to talk about it anymore. Then, I mean, it's an easy fix. But you don't okay. want to talk about it for me. Do what? I do. I make decisions all day long. You know it. Because you're, because you don't ask me. If you, you can send me stuff all the time. You can ask me, do you like this or this? And I'll make a decision. But you just do it. You just decide, oh, this we have to move in tomorrow, so this needs to be done. I mean, there's no hot water at the house, and we're moving in today. <laughs> Are you really? There's no, no, there's no workers at the house, and we're moving in today. Because it's not going to be today. 
Because it's the point. It's, it, it, <laughs> we've reached a point where we're moving in. We're you moving in. You said me two days ago. Two days ago, you said the house is ready. You can go ahead, take stuff out there, move in. You were busy. I got a moving man. I we loaded up a bunch of stuff, took it out there, and there's 20 guys in and out the house painting, repairing stuff. It was not ready to move in. Well, we got the stuff in, and they're hustling to get it done right now. And we're going out there this afternoon, and we're going to spend the night there. Will we have hot water? No. Will That's we have, kind of important. No, it's not. Will we have a heater? Yes. Will we have a television? Yes. Do we have power? Yes. Will we have a stove? No, because we don't have propane yet. Do we, do we have a bay for our bed? No. So it will be a mattress. But on you're the floor. from Europe and Denmark. Y'all, y'all's beds are on the <laughs> no, floor. I'm y'all's, fine with that. y'all's beds are on the floor over there, so you'll feel like you're I'm at home. I'm completely fine with that. You're the one that's not fine with that. I'll be fine with it. I can tell you, it beats the hell out of camping. And at this point, I think, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you go out there first and get all your aggression out of the way. And then a couple of hours later, when you've calmed down, you can let me know and then I'll go out. There. I haven't been out there in two weeks because I told the guy I'm not going out there until it's ready. And it's going to be ready on Wednesday. And it's not ready on Wednesday, but now it's Saturday. I was like, you need to get it ready. Well, and the only thing that did was put off the pressure off of everybody. And then, you know, people just haven't really been. You know, they're working half days, it seems like. No, it, it upped the pressure, and they are getting things done. And I needed to up the pressure because it's showtime. We, it was supposed to be ready on my birthday, my 50th, August 28th. Nope. Halloween, we're going to have our kid's birthday out there. Nope. Thanksgiving, we're surely going to spend Thanksgiving out there. Nope. Christmas, there's no way on God's green earth we're going to miss Christmas, right? Nope. New Year's, nope. Now we're a month out of then. We're, what, what is today? January 21st. 21st. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm moving in. I don't give a damn if I got to pitch a tent. I'm moving in. Yeah, that's man logic. No, that's putting the pressure on him to get it done. Is yeah. what he's doing. No, I understand. That's man logic. Still, but here's get the deal: it done. the money we're spending every damn week. It's like just hurry up because the longer you drag it out, the bill just keeps the weekly bill just keeps the same. Speed it up. Let's roll. I'm tired. I'm sick of it. I'm moving. Well, yeah, but they're still going to be out there working. What, babe? You want people to do it right. When you're speeding them up like that, then it's, it's you know, you saw what it looks like out there. I mean, I've, all the cabinets need to be repainted because they, you know, they didn't do a good job. Not all. So we'll couple. just end up kind of repair stuff. I hear you. Um, I'm on the phone right now with my beautiful wife, and she's explaining how I am. What am I? Difficult. Difficult. Mm-hmm. Difficult. Demanding. Very, and I, you're very demanding. I'm not demanding. You there? Not you. You're there. And I, I put up with so much of it. Can there be any doubt? All the lies that you tell about me on the radio all the time. The lies? What lies? Lies is a strong word. Then I do a little bit of all my things sometimes when you get home after the show, rarely, and you give me such a hard time about it. But it's okay for you to talk about me and for thousands of people. We have, we have two minutes left. No way to defend myself. What? Well, you hear well, you? We, we, have, we have two minutes well, left. I what? had a basketball game. Haven is about to start playing, and I got to go in. Okay. I love you, babe. All right. Love you, too. All right. <laughs> That's fun. Was it? Mm-hmm. That's fun. That's her first time calling in. Yeah. yeah. Is it? It's going to be a good time at your house tonight. <laughs> she didn't sound French at all, you know. <laughs> Can I ask how many acres you have out there, John? How many acres? 250. 250. You're going to need every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> 
it, it, it just you just don't understand. This thing means so much to me. So when I grew up, God, I got to do this quick. I grew up. My granddad had a place. Right. I grew up in the, in the country. My happy spot was this piece of land, and we lost it. My dad made some bad business decisions. Um, he had to sell bank repo. You know, it's like the family farm got repo sure. half of it, and I'm putting it back together. And I've been working on this for two years, mm. and I'm ready to move in. I'm ready to get it done. I know it's not finished. It'll never. It won't be finished for a long time. But but I really it, it it's a passion project of mine that is deep in my psyche that needs to be completed and i'm i'm tired of being lied to about finish dates tired of it granted yeah so i don't know whatever that means <laughs> and she doesn't have the same passion on it that i do. No, clearly right it's a different experience <laughs> she likes it but but i mean i'm like trying to you know i'm trying to fill a void in my head right. of, a, of a bad thing yes. and fix a bad thing and it's so close, and we spent so much. I'm like, I'm going to finish the son of a bitch you're, now. You're scratching an itch. She's scratching a scab at this no, point. It's just irritating. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's not scratching anything. I'm just, I'm just like, just let's just get this done. Let me, let me handle it. We're not putting flowers in the damn. We yes, go. we are. There will be flowers. We need flowers and pictures of flowers and lots of. And them. the radio studio is moving out there too, and it's going to be a blast. I cannot wait. All right. show has been a presentation of GiveMeTheVin.com from the Westwood One Radio Network. Join us again each and every Saturday right here for the John Clay Wolf Show. Fucker.